Welcome to episode 150 of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. I can't Hello. believe you've had so many of these. I can't believe I keep doing them. James has never missed one. I, I have never missed one. <laughs> and my both, the both, one week both of my co-hosts are here. Well, the one week you would have missed it, we just canceled on you. It was totally fine. We didn't want to figure out how to run the board. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I'm the glue that holds this thing together. I mean... Sure. Or the shit that sticks to the wall. One of the two. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 150 episodes. Um, how does that? How does that feel to know that you have put out 150 episodes of random shit? It's it's random shit. I think if I actually like some of the podcast people out there that are that really care about having listener numbers, <laughs> if I was them, I'd be upset because I have 150 episodes and like 10 people listen to me total. But no, 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 no. I think a lot more people listen to you total than you think. They just don't listen to you when you're live on Facebook. That's probably true. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed that I've done this. It's been what, two and a half years now. I remember before we started and you were like, I want to make a podcast that talks about everything random in the hobby. And I'm like, it's fucking random. That's Shirts hanging out with each other, all talking about how big the retics are. I can honestly say Dax is not one of those. Dax is not, but but he's shaped like one. There's some ball python bros like that too. Let's be there let's are be real fucking clear. there are. There's a couple of colubrid bros like that too. Oh my lord, not many. Or you know what? It, it, since we have our call you breads, since Owen's on time, oh, I'm, I'm saying colubrids. I'm going to say it correctly. I think I go back and forth. <laughs> Look, he can't even respond because <laughs> <laughs> on my screen. All right, let's get our intro stuff in so we can. Yeah. Uh, right. Go ahead, Gabby. Well, if you're looking for high quality racks, including colubrid rats, <laughs> then go ahead and give Lone Star Reptile uh, Racks a call. <coughs> they offer a variety of sizes for all types of snakes, geckos, rats, and more. You can even order something custom. Shipping is available, or you can plan to pick up at a Herps Reptile Show near you. Visit LS Reptile Racks. Dot com uh-huh. to reach out to Lone Star Reptile Rex and place your order today. Yeah. Reach out to Lone Star Reptile. He's right here. I could reach out, but I'm not gonna reach out and touch I him. You kind of creepy. Touch him. <laughs> but uh so speaking of reaching out and picking up one in person, let me go ahead and go through some of the herp shows that are coming up that you're also gonna be at. The next one is Longview, Texas, this weekend. You have a show this weekend, Robert. I do. Are you ready for the show this weekend? No. All right, I so. hope your weather is gonna be better than the weather here this weekend. Probably not. It's like three hours north, isn't it? Probably not. It's, oh, probably, it's, it's probably supposed to be gross and rainy all week. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to rain all weekend up there, too. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, but then we have the following weekend, the big show in Conroe, Texas, January 28th and 29th. I think that one's going to be a good one. It's somebody's birthday. I wonder who that is. Feel yeah, free. As long as it doesn't freeze, their long-term predictions are showing. You shut the fuck up. Like, below freezing and you can't ice. You can't say the word freeze in Texas. People's assholes That's pucker not up. not okay. Yeah. Uh, then February 25th and 26th, a month later, down in Corpus Christi, Texas. And then the first, I still, uh, Sean did the whole thing that I don't like some of the other shows do, but I guess you have to say the closest big city so people know what the fuck you're talking about. But the Baton Rouge show, March 4th or 5th, which is in Gonzales, not Baton Rouge. It's like 20, 30 minutes out of Baton Rouge. Yeah. But, but it's in Gonzales. Well, the New Orleans show wasn't in New Orleans. It was in West We Go. That's true. I mean... Slidell shows in Slidell, though. Mm-hmm. So, but the uh, the Baton Rouge show, the venue is great. I've been to that venue when it was the other reptile show people, 
And I'm not going to lie, when they first started that show there, that was actually a pretty good show. You remember that? I vended that one. It was a pretty good show. It was a while back. Um, that was a long time. It's going to be cold and rainy on Saturday. This weekend? <laughs> but uh, that Baton Rouge show, that location is great. Uh, the other, I think the biggest thing for the Herps is they've got to overcome people thinking that it's the other show, which became so shitty. Um, but it's not. It'll be a Herps show. It'll be full of vendors. They won't be selling uh, rainbow vacuums and pots and pans and there won't be a knife guy selling kitchen knives uh so go we check had out a knife guy at one point at herps and he turned out to be a to big be ass fake? fraud <laughs> <laughs> never uh, was actually on forge and fire but he had a dude had a good shtick what a, he had a good what shtick oh okay. s-c-h-t gotcha see some gotcha i didn't know <laughs> i didn't know how well you knew that dude oh uh the brian college station show march 11th and 12th then over to Waco, Texas, March 25th, 26th. Then back over to Louisiana to Slidell, April 1st and 2nd. I'm glad I'm not going to be at a show on April 1st. Like that. I'm not going to be there for April Fool's Day. And then the Austin, Texas show, April 22nd and 23rd. That's uh, over towards our friend Corey Martin, who we need to get on. But she's going to Africa soon, so maybe we'll get her on when she comes back yeah. to Africa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I want to talk to Corey about Africa. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think she... I think I'm about to inherit her shirt that you have. She may it fits already. me. I may or may not. Put it in the dryer more than it should probably be put in the dryer. Hey, I'm losing weight. It'll fit I me. I know. Quit losing weight. Same so losing weight. Fit me. I'm about the same weight, but I'm getting healthier. I've been to the gym almost every day. Uh, I still don't like it. I don't care what anybody says about gyms. Going to the gym yeah, is not a fun are. thing. Those people are stupid. That was weird. Well, what the fuck was that? That was me rubbing on you. Could you not? Like, not right now. Later on, <laughs> it's fine. Later it's not, on, I'll be asleep. So good right. luck with that. That's true. I'll rub on myself. But, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Come see us at the Herb Show. I took a Robert, nap. Now I'm feisty. Robert will be at almost all of these. Uh, you want to Waco? Oh, yeah. He'll be at Waco. Go and yeah, you'll be at Austin, Brian College. Yeah, you'll be at all of these. Go Cor- Corpus Christi. Yeah. Brian College Station, if you need any Girl Scout cookies, let me know. I can hook you up. I'll be the only one at Corpus with Cages and Racks. What? What? Again. So come check out one of the shows. Also, a shout out to our friends over at Wiregrass Exotics if you're in South Alabama. Go check them for all your feeder needs. Uh, don't get a heat rock from you said she, that Amanda was not happy about heat rocks. Nope. Uh, don't don't have to go and ask for a heat rock. Recent post. Anyways, um, oh, and our giveaway this month from our friend Brittany Gobble over at Gobbles Reptiles, which again, I, she I agree with Chris. She really missed out on a great opportunity to call it uh, Gobbles Balls. I just it would have been a great. Did y'all tell her that again when she? Was I on? did not. No, but she said it a million times. Brittany Brittany Gobbles Balls. I know we talked about her dinosaur that she owns. Also uh, known as an emu. Yeah. But uh, no, she's giving away a blood python calendar. All you have to do is go over to our Facebook page. I put it on our Facebook page and our Facebook group pinned to the top. Uh, just answer the question. It was, what two reptiles would you mix together if you could? That was a Brittany Gobble question, 100%. Uh, but it's pretty good. So go over there, answer that. You could win a free blood python calendar, 2023 blood python calendar. Um, so now we have two people that we know that want emus whose wives are telling them no. Who else? Drew. Oh, that's right. Uh, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, also, uh, VivTech. Give a shout out to VivTech uh, real quick. If you need uh, any UVB bulbs, LED UVB, dimmable LED UVB bulbs. That are awesome. They are amazing. Check out VivTech products uh, and use code GUMBO22. I haven't, you know, uh, I haven't gotten back. Well, take this back. Erica has not gotten back to me if we're changing the code. Right now, it is GUMBO22. If it doesn't work, someone shout out to me. Let me know. But uh, right now, it's GUMBO22 for 15% off your light bulbs. And any of the other cool things they have, which I need to get. I want the cameras, and I want the sensors, and I want all the VivTech products. Mm -hmm. So, just 
Just throw that out. Those things require money. So, what is this money you're talking about? I don't about? know because I sure as fuck don't have any. Hmm. I need to get some of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think that's all of our sponsors. Let's get into our show. Let's bring in our guest, who I think was on our guest, my guest on like episode like four or something, if I remember correctly. We can be really funny for a moment too. Go ahead and bring him in. It's Owen McIntyre of, I guess, go Rogue Reptiles or NPR, whichever you want to go with. Eh, Rogue came first. So, you know, as much as you want to say NPR, Rogue came first. So we can do that. So everybody who knows me knows that I'm not, uh, I'm in the hobby. Yes, but I don't know much about the hobby. You, however, James, have listened to podcasts that Owen has been on for forever. Yes. No offense. I typically take naps in the car when he listens to podcasts because he's driving and I'm not. My voice does knock people out. It's actually very soothing to fall asleep to. But... So I, I had this like image of you in my head of what you look like. And it's not that? It not is this. not. Not this. Yeah, I know. There's nothing wrong with this though at all. There's nothing wrong. I swear. It's not you. It's me. I mean, <laughs> I, you're rocking it, but I don't know it's, why. I just, I don't know. I thought you were blonde. It's worse when you're at shows and you're talking to somebody and somebody like an aisle over will be like, I know your voice and just come running up to you and you're like. <laughs> We had that happen. Like, Hello. <laughs> like, we had yeah. that happen. They did that to me at a Conroe show. I was working Ugh. the register and they were like, you're Katie from Reptile Gumbo Podcast. And I'm like, ah, yes. Yeah. I don't know yes, you. I am. Like, yeah, it, it totally caught me off guard. It's weird when they know the names of your animals. Mm-hmm. Like, and they like, you, it's like, I met this person two seconds ago. They're like, how is this animal? I'm like, um, good. Hi. Yeah. So that's, I don't know why you that's, were that's because you're one of those weird ass guys that names your shit. Yeah, we have yeah. a handful of stuff in our house that has names. I am one of those. Yeah, yeah but it, wor- it works for them. because of you. Because he can be like, this baby came from so-and-so, and people know what he's talking about. It actually works. I'm just not – I'm too lazy to do it. I've, I've uh, um, uh, outsourced that to numerous um, nieces, nephews, my wife, several people now. I I, it, I rarely ever name anything. I just type it up. Oh, that is how you are. on the cage card. You are yeah. now married. That's a drastic difference yeah, from uh, the last time you were on. I can't yeah. get it off. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> stuck for happen. life. If you take so, it off, yeah. they seem to find it and bring it back to you. I don't... Katie and I came in at episode 39. <laughs> what? Y'all did it? 39? I just went back and looked. Mm-hmm. I want to say Owen so, is episode four. Um, so that's what I was originally looking for, but then I got So that means episode... 159. Are you trying to do math in your head right now? I did try to do I math. I just watched your brain melt. <laughs> that, that's 120. <laughs> okay, just kidding. So our 150th episode, Robert, I'll make us cookies or something. We'll be 189, by the there way. There we go, 189. Jesus Christ. Oh, you're, I saw I saw you say a number, and then all of a sudden your eyes went, I don't know where I was going with that number. Oh, fuck. That's all right. The, y'all are on what? Episode 7060, right? 515. Fuck, we that, this we just we just started the twelfth season episode seven. Oh, uh-huh. episode seven. Ah, March fifteenth. I like it when I'm on, on fun numbered episodes like one seven. It's a good number. One fifty is a good number. I'm enjoying this so far. Yeah, y'all have to be by far the longest running reptile podcast. It's not even close. It, it's funny when people are like, "This is the longest running reptile podcast ever." They've been around for two years, and I'm like, <laughs> so like, because they just clearly. <laughs> either don't listen to us or have never heard of us. And it's like, that's adorable. So, um, yeah, it's been, we just started the 12th season. So 
your um so y'all do seasons i'm just like let's just keep going i'll i'll figure it out when we get there. I, I demanded a break way back when when i started this show in my <laughs> early 20s sound great so it was so it's a nice way to wrap it up and then we take the break around christmas and um now because we'll try to do one or two shows uh a week and then kind of take a week off so that we can edit them and release them at certain times it, yeah i mean it used to be in the beginning it was like every saturday <laughs> at like eight o'clock here we go and i'm like i'm 20 like i need to like i, I want to go out and do stuff so yeah it was uh then we bumped it to tuesdays and then it was like every tuesday and and now so you're now old it's and married much easier you're now i'm old and married and i just don't go anywhere anyway your three-year so. anniversary will be on the 22nd this sunday there you go oh shit since you put out your first episode that's right because it was before carpet oh. fest mm-hmm. maybe i'll do something special i'll make you a oh. cake oh shit oh that was your prequel I see my snake. Okay, so just for anybody that's listening, I have a Calabar's boa that I hadn't eaten in forever, and we just gave it a pinky rat, and I see it moving around the pinky rat. Yeah, it's it's heads by the pinky rat. Oh, yeah. Pinky it's kicking around. I think it may actually be biting the pinky rat. There it went. What? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Finally there eating. Go. Five God. months later. Damn it, I gotta feed this thing live food. <laughs> All right. Fuck me. Actually, your first episode, that was your prequel episode. Your first episode was February 2nd with Joe. Oh, yeah. I- outlasted his podcast. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to it, you see others that fall by the wayside, and you're like, "I'm still doing this weird." So, yep. Yeah, that was God. That was forever ago. But I mean, that was before the uh, the the carpet fest in what? Like, guess that was South Carpet Southern Carpet go? Fest. That was the one in Florida, Southeast Carpet Fest. Yeah, Southeast Carpet. Because Texas is the South one; they don't have any more. We say now that I awesome live in Texas. Airbnb in Florida. They're working on, apparently there is um, I hear grumblings and rumors. I've heard rumors of, of a Southern Carpet Fest that might be trying to get back up and going. We're doing the Northeast this year because I've threatened Eric with bodily harm if we don't get it off the ground. So Have you yeah, all decided that, where you're going to have it? Eric's house. That's why I had oh. to threaten with bodily harm. So, yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I, can it hold that? I mean, I know last time I saw pictures and it was an insane amount of people. Where's, where is that? Like uh, what, around, Philly. around Philly, outside of Philadelphia. Um, yeah, there, there's we. Eric's house is better than my house for holding people. I live on a mountain. So yours, I've heard yours is on a mountain. Yeah, That's yeah. So I, I don't have a backyard. I have a slope. Um, so his at least has a flat backyard, and he's got the pool, so we can kind of do stuff with that. But the amount of people that have been showing up, it just keeps increasing, and we start asking like, oh, can we push it off to a neutral site, and then everybody loses their minds so we're like okay can't do that so uh we've now resigned it that it's gonna have to be at eric's until you know i move and get a larger house and then i'll take it from there so for right now it's gonna be at eric's yeah it's it's eating it fuck yeah alive yeah oh <laughs> probably didn't even no it's not restricting not, it it's got it not about even, halfway down right now not even squeezing it. it's just what a weird fucking snake that's cruel <laughs> god those are yeah, I, I just, it's a weird snake. For anybody out there that doesn't know. His face never, looks so strange. It looks it's like a tail. Ass. It looks identical to its tail. Yeah. For anybody that's never seen a Calabar's, uh, so they're called Calabar's burrowing pythons, but they're not. They're related to boas, so we need to fix that and call them Calabar's burrowing boas. But uh, they definitely fit my whole, like, this dirt snakes. <laughs> what? The, the rat will die eventually when it hits oh, stomach it, acid. It's not going to make it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You get yeah. down to stomach acid. That's mm, his days it. are numbered at today. Yep, it's not going well. <laughs> Probably. About I don't three, know that I've ever a... seen a snake not constrict the food. Oh yeah, feed hog nose. Hog noses mm-hmm. are dumb. You've, you've seen garter snakes eat fish. 
But that's a fish. That's not this. I have a hog nose so? that back when it would only eat live would only grab them by the butt and then they would scream the whole time. My corn snake <laughs> tends to do that. So I would just have to throw it in there and leave the room because I couldn't hear all that. <laughs> I feel you on that one. My wife, however, did, she didn't care. She has no problem watching right. these get eaten ass first. Right. Wait, what? <laughs> You're so bad. <sighs> Never mind. Uh, okay. So I do, we're going to, so before I go any further, and I just wrote it all down because I realized that I played a fun game with Owen on episode 107. Mm. And I've played it one other time. Seven or episode seven? Seven on seven. seven. I'm like, yeah. on seven. That's a big difference. That's a huge difference. It's season one, episode seven. It's season one, it episode. Is. Yeah. Uh, and it was a great game called uh, "Is It a Ball Python Morph or Is It Not?" Mm. And uh, not and getting any better. So <laughs> I think Eric was Eric was actually on that one, and Eric did really well. Uh, mm -hmm. He he chimed in and did really well. But so I've I've got some for you. Good. I just wrote down a few. Um, and I had to put marks next to them because I didn't actually know which ones I made up and which ones were <laughs> real for a second there. <laughs> they might be real. We don't know. We've got so far. Give it yeah. give it five minutes. Someone else yeah. will name it that. Someone else will name it. it like, yeah, we have to do this sh this quickly. And um, somebody <laughs> might come back later and be like, actually, that is a ball python. Mm -hmm. so these are strictly things that are currently. Uh, look at the current availability list on currently the Morph Market. Now, yeah. We do have the Shamalama Ding Dong. Full <laughs> Shamalama Ding Dong ball. That's the problem. If I ever do anything that was going to be. Uh, a brand new morph. I would name it ridiculous. Absolutely, just because people would have to deal with it. Yeah, you, you have to fucking say it now. Yeah, yep. yeah. You now have to spell chitty chitty bang bang on like a thing. <laughs> just super califragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah, exactly. Like, that like, has to now just, go on in your daily cup. Being Phil gonna, looking at this, getting ready to add it, going, "What the fuck?" Fucking, I'm gonna punch my keyboard, and that's the name. Okay, there, there we go. Just ruining <laughs> everybody's label makers because they're having to put out these ridiculous names. <laughs> Oh fuck. Okay, anyway, so here we go. I'm gonna give you some. Uh Goblin. Yes. Do we get to vote? Go ahead. I, I go with yes. That's a morph. What do you think, Robert? Probably. <laughs> it's a morph. Y'all all got that one. Mordor. It, like it can't be. Like, right? But, but somebody it could would be. do that. <laughs> I'm going with no. I'm gonna go with no though. Let's yeah. go with yes. It's yes, that's an actual oh, one. The Mordor. Jesus. We should have known. I'm assuming the same person named both of those. Some reptile what nerds does came up with that. It look like okay. It needs no, to look like smoldering like, fire. Well, exactly. If it doesn't look like some sort of smoldering hot lava, <laughs> if it's just like pink, I'm gonna be like, this is stupid. So, so hell, if it was pink, I'd be impressed. Just at this point, with ball pythons. I did get yelled at at the last show because it I think is. I came down hard on the nanny morph, <sighs> and somebody's like, "Well, what do you have against those?" I'm like, "Everything." So, I remember yeah. that one, nanny. So yeah. from what I see on morph market, it is a light colored normal. Yep. Yeah, it's a so, why? <laughs> right. Why? <laughs> Just why? Oh, I'm sorry. This is a pastel pastel sapphire possible Mordor. Okay, so this Mordor. So they can't that even I'm tell. At, they the, can't, nobody knows. The edge of yeah, it. Let's keep going. The edge of it is like super dark. No, oh, you're making shit up. You have no idea. Ooh. Yeah, no, it's, it's just dumb. a normal. Uh, <laughs> sparkle. Yes. Yeah. Sure. No. no. Oh, that was my little pony. No. One. I made that one up. I made that one Damn. up. Damn. Uh, Twister. Yes. No. No. It is one. That is one. Why? I no. think I've heard I mean, that one before. You have not. I don't. We haven't heard that. No one has no said way. that one. I don't have any friends that have. Met, well, not take that. They probably do have stupid shit like that. You said it is or it isn't. It is. Okay. Yeah, it is. Because there's one on. Uh, fantasy. No. I'm going no. no. It is not one. Okay. Uh, last one. Venus. 
Venus? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. It is not. I made that one up. I made that one up. I made that one up. So because like it's like all right, well, if it looks kind of like the pictures of Venus, it makes sense to me. <laughs> Let me ask you: Did that's you look? The problem. Did you look on Morph Market or on Wordable Pythons? I didn't look on Wordable Pythons. I looked on Morph that's Market. That's the official list. Oh, crap. My bad. Oh, There's several lists now of yeah. what is acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm my bad. I looked on what was currently available. So look, the ones I made up could have could have been real. Because at this point, up. who the fuck knows? Every word in the dictionary may actually be a morph now. You're getting there. It's given some time. They just they just start now. They're just starting at the beginning of the dictionary going, how we name this one up? It is now Albuquerque. So there is one called Sparkler. Yeah. yeah. There was one named Spark. So there's Spark. But there was no Sparkle. And what was the other one that you said didn't exist? Uh, fantasy and Venus. Fantasy is a no. Sweet. I actually made that one. Okay, now I'm going to go ahead and sell no. one. Is you need a Venus to make a super Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid fucking ball pythons. Any chance to stab, uh, make a stab at ball pythons, I'm all for. Mm. Uh, so I want to get into <laughs> the question that you asked, that we asked on yep. our Facebook page. Um, and then we'll get into, I do want to talk about your collection. But gotcha. the question was very interesting. And I, I, I question as, uh, are breeders being priced out of rare species? And I said, if so, how should the hobby be handling this issue? And it kind of got... Got into a debate. It got into a debate. Oh, oh good. Old, old, Dr. Good. Tra- old Dr. Travis Wyman got into a debate. So, I know how to I know how to rile up Travis Wyman, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that, so, uh, that hello, friends, is John Tyler Grant. Hey, JT. So I actually had a message from someone who said that she loves all the interesting topics that we poke that we post to discuss and that it's really great fun conversation, but that she isn't big on making public comments on things on Facebook and prefers to, um, just kind of, you know, respond anonymously, but we don't have that option. Yeah. So I have her response when we start going on. Okay. Well, I'll go into, so my dad also answered, but my dad, who is not a reptile person looked at it from, and when the answer I was like, Oh man, I didn't think about it that way. He looked yeah. at it as, when we said rare, we meant like, uh, you know, fantasy, sparkle, Venus, ball, python, like rare, more hard to find. It, it, yeah. But rare in the sense that we as a hobby have gone this ball python with a stripe here, super mm-hmm. rare, uh, like that. Um, and, and that was not the direction I was going with this. I was definitely going right. rare species. Right. Uh, cause I don't give two shits about a rare morph in the sense of this in any right in any species in any species like you can make more rare morphs until they become not rare anymore right yeah like yeah so uh going into it so travis and i'll try and abridge it because if i tried to read what they wrote it was a fucking novel between all of them (laughs) um but what travis was saying was that uh he was differentiating between breeder and keeper which I think right. confused a lot of people uh, because uh, we also had April Linkfield who we've had on. She breeds the house snakes, but she also breeds file snakes, which are not that commonly bred, which is kind of a rare mm-hmm. species to breed. Um, and so I, she took a little offense to it because I get where she's coming from. She breeds a rare species and she's a breeder, but the way Travis was doing it was, it kind of gave kind of a negative connotation that the breeder is the person chasing the, the dollar. Um, so I think you have to look at it as two different types of breeders, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's open. Oh, oh yeah. Why sorry. You... I had her open it because oh, it's so loud we're... on the podcast. Oh, and we... then we talked about now it. And... The whole world. Mind. Yep. <laughs> okay. Anyways, now I have a soda. Um, but that was Travis's argument was that the breeders 
are chasing the dollar and he thinks that it needs to be kept with keepers who are taking the time to learn learn about the snake understand the snake the natural history and do all this and work with them and this and that and i get it uh but the first thing that comes to my mind when you ask this question owen is is bolens right yeah i i mean bolens is obviously the like the poster child but if it doesn't take that hard to look at other things um timor pythons lesser sundas um uh, blackface, white lips, uh, other animals that at one point, and I understand supply, demand, yada, 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 yada. People got to make their money too. I get that. Um, I have three Timor pythons. Um, I have two boys and a girl. I would love to add another female. I will not pay $3,000 for a wild caught baby. And that's just where we're at right now. Um, and it seems like I'm somebody who would be working at attempting to breed the species and make more captive born and bred babies. And now I'm potentially not increasing my collection when it comes to that animal, because I'm not spending $3,000 on it. So, you know, that's where we're at. Like do you, by setting high price tags on animals that we would consider rare, when you have 15 of them that you're trying to sell, is that necessarily turning certain people off building a project? Well, so in a- that was April's argument was she's trying to reproduce species that are not normally captive bred mm-hmm. and build up the captive population. And the more we captive breed certain things, obviously it will become easier to cap. I mean, look at ball pythons, right? People yep. couldn't breed those things at one point and they were dying left and right. Mm-hmm. And now you can breed them in a shoebox in a closet with very little effort. Mm-hmm. Right, we can get to that point with you know file snakes for April or with Timors. Uh, we had we had Ryan on last week. We had Ryan Young on last week, so we talked about uh, breeding some of those harder to breed species. We talked about Timors yep. and all, and I and I I laughed at the fact that you know you go back twenty years, Timors were not three thousand dollars. No, uh, you know uh, what's the other little dirt uh, python? I can never think. Um, Savus were yep were dirt cheap. Uh, ring pythons people yeah. were giving them away yeah but now they're just increasing and and you know first off i want to be ryan young when i grow up <laughs> i mean i've been and and to have it to the point where um somebody like him is like hey let's swap white lips i'm like oh yes 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 let's increase the, the like various bloodlines and things to, to to have something that hatched in here get included with his shit so happy about that so um cool. well and that was travis travis talked about you know yeah the keepers should be swapping this back and forth and i get yeah. that that should but at some point if i'm captive breeding something that is not normally captive bred i put time effort and money into it we all try to at least break even in our hobby if we cannot make a little money right right so i don't but think making money off certain things is bad it isn't but the other thing is that you're slapping a high price tag on wild caught mm-hmm. animals yes so all that does is just push the price of captive born and breds to a point where how do you price that? How does Ryan price captive born and bred Timor pythons? Yeah, well, that's, and that's what and April... And who gets those? At pretty much whatever he wants to well, price that. Exactly. Well, that was what April said when her thing, she talked about... Because uh, I know she said she breeds rare snakes, but we talked about file snakes, right? She's not going to sell a captive bred baby file snake at the same price that these import file snakes are going for. No. And she, she shouldn't. No. That's... that's, that's an, Captain Born and Bread should always demand a higher price because you've put in the work. And like you said before, it's an easier animal to establish. You have a better chance at getting F2 animals, and that's the way you push it. Um, 
and but I feel like if you if you have if you keep increasing the wild caught animals, the captive born and breds are going to get pushed up at the same time. So then you're pretty much taking anybody out who maybe is a good breeder, has a couple of cages open and has, you know, some money that they want to move on. Let's say like uh, Keith McPeak. He's a guy I admire very well. He has a very small collection that he only keeps what he wants and he focuses very much on them, but he is still a breeder. So now is a Keith McPeak going to want to flip the money on some captive born and bred things when the price tag is up so high? No. I mean, why spend that money? Why devote those cages? I can get some joy out of just getting these over here. So it, it kind of like is you're pushing some of the better breeders and keepers in the industry just kind of out to the sides. And uh, I think it just hurts the projects. Well, I mean, like I said, so if, if we go to the extreme, I think the Bolins is mm. probably the extreme, but go to it the extreme. Is, yeah. uh, th- I imagine that there's some dude sitting in his house who probably could get a Bolins to breed. Yeah. But he can't yeah. afford to try that. Like he can't afford fifteen to twenty thousand dollars for a pair mm-hmm. of wild caught, right? right. Or That's- or my bad, some of them are captive hatched. Which is still kind of bullshit. That's <laughs> but and that's the thing. So it's like you have somebody who maybe could bring fresh eyes, different stuff. I mean, we've had numerous times with some rare species where just somebody has a pair and they get lucky. Wait, wait, and wait. so what? captive hatched is where they took eggs from the wild and well, hatched them. In so they'll, they'll import well, uh, they'll import a gravid female. Oh, uh, yeah. eggs. and then they incubate the eggs. And they're like, we have babies, but you don't have babies you made. She did that in nature. You just happen to yep. not fuck it up on the way here. That's gotcha. why certain times of the year, those, uh, what are the Madagascar ground boas? Mm. Yeah. You see millions of babies on tables. Oh, no, no, not them. No, not them. The Solomon the, Islands. Solomon Island ground yep, boas. Because yep, yep. uh, all the females, when, they, when they're able to capture them, and they drop shit breeding. tons. And they, they have like 40, 50 babies, babies that mm-hmm. will never eat and will all die, yep, but they sell them for 10 bucks a they're piece. Li- they're lizard eaters, and they know they can't get them to eat. So they're okay. trying to like, pump them out the door before they die on them. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Just wanted to clarify that. Yep. Well, like, so our friend Amanda Reddy, they, they breed uh, amazing locale panther chameleons. Mm-hmm. But like she just said, she can't compete with the Florida wildcat stuff because you can go to Florida and pick them off a tree. Right. right. And then the pennies on the dollar. It's like, why why is it that they import tons of baby Savannah monitors and Nile yeah. monitors every year when – because first off, to breed Savannah monitors and Nile monitors, you have to have a huge setup and you have to do all these things and it's – takes so much stuff to do it's so it's just cheaper and easier just to bring in a whole bunch of babies every year so that's like nobody even tries that stuff that savannah is the one i always think of i'm like i remember i bought a savannah one it was a horrible purchase horrible fucking purchase but i bought one for 20 bucks at a show once like yep. it was like a foot long 20 dollars <laughs> uh it never liked me because of course <laughs> it wouldn't like me they picked it out of the wild and put it in a box <laughs> and shipped it here it's not gonna fucking like me yep but you know just that's one of those things is it's not worth captive breeding though. Yes. Yeah. Cause the time and effort and space for one pair of Savannah's and then to sell those babies off at hundreds of dollars when they can go buy them for 30 bucks. And, 40 and you're going to have to field all that stuff of why, why am I going to spend yeah. 200 bucks on yours when I can get this one for $45? Mine was captive born and bred. It doesn't have worms. Um, I've been <laughs> taking care of it since it was a baby and it will live, but no, no, sure. Yeah. Go spend $45. But, and that's, and that's the problem is you can beat your head against the wall or you can just kind of go off and do that. Um, 
because I mean, people have been asking why I haven't made uh, my white lips available yet. And because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> like, it's like, because, so they're mine. <laughs> I have them. So, um, but I will at some point, it's just, uh, you know, I want to make sure they're ready to go because that they will have um, a larger price tag. It's not insane, but I don't, I feel weird about sending an animal out there that's above like $800 if I haven't like done everything to make sure it will survive when I send it out. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like that's very responsible of you also. I know. It's weird, right? I have a, so. uh, <laughs> a friend. I, I, just, I, I just shove a mouse tail down its neck and get it out. I have a, I have a customer side. here who just bought a white lip uh, maybe a month and a half, two months ago, and it died yesterday. He came in and it was oh. just dead. Because they probably bought a cheap import. Nah, he. I don't think he did. Really? But... Um, no idea. He said he fed it the day before and it was fine. And, well, and see, that's another problem with some of these uh, some of these species. Because some of these species, people get them in as imports and then they turn right. around and sell them and don't tell them anything about them being imports. Right. And lead them on to believe that it's all captive bred. And like, there's just so many like, like sunbeam snakes that you look at at shows. You're like, God, that snake is going to die. Yep. It's, it's the funny things that you, you, you always have those non, like very few non, like neither non reptile people are just getting into reptile. We're like, I got this at a show. They said it was captive born and bred. And I'm like, no, just, just no. <laughs> what everything they told you is no. Um, I don't know if anybody realizes it, but hatchling gold face white lift have spots. And oh, really, yep, they have speckles. So, People are like, I got this brand new baby white lip. I'm like, nope, it, that is a year old. I'm like, that is not a baby. So it's small. I'll give you that. But like, it was a baby a year ago in the wild. Yeah, when it's not. No, it isn't. Like, it's it's those things that you kind of, as you are in the hobby for a while, you kind of get a peek behind the veil of exactly what is uh, what you see and what's being told and what's kind of sold as a way to sell something to the general public and what's truth and what isn't. And you kind of start figuring out. And the unfortunate part is that a lot of times you figure this stuff out by making horrible decisions and, mm -hmm. you know, having these pitfalls. I mean, I've purchased wild caught animals that came to my house and it was like full of nematodes and all that other fun stuff. Um, I've had animals that, you know, uh, my wife is a vet tech. It's not the reason I married That's her. It's one reason. of them. <laughs> yeah, so, you married her for the tortoise. That was. The I reason. mean, I That's think he married me because I do most of the cooking and yeah, I clean it everything. It does help. So. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, it, so um, she has had to put like she's done so many different things to help some of my sick animals that I never even thought was possible for care of reptiles. She's she's ground up oral medications into a powder and mixed it with fluid. And then that was an oral medication we gave to a snake because all the injectable medications that I would have totally gone to <laughs> were found to be not um, effective against whatever bacteria was hurting this thing. And so I would have just kept pumping that thing full of Batril till it died. I was going to say, all you need is Batril and Panicure, right? Exactly. That's, uh... Like, yeah, I would I would have gone back on all the crutches that we have as reptile keepers. And then when it died, I've been like, oh, well, I couldn't have saved it. And she busts out some medication that's just for dogs, figures <laughs> out the dosages, starts giving it to the snake. Within two weeks, it was fine. And I'm like, cool. So we know nothing. Great. Cool. So, <laughs> yeah, we we, chalk, we we do chalk a lot of dead, dead reptiles up, too. Well, they just die. Exactly. We think we know so much, but it's like we clearly don't. We're just not taking the next couple steps to 
improve ourselves. So yeah. I, I did buy I bought one that I definitely know was an import. Uh mm. I bought a, a Viper Boa and it was the prettiest red orange Viper Boa that I only got to eat one pinky one time and I could never get it to eat. And, and if had I had it now, I'd be like, oh man, I'd have tried a million different All things. things. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't think to do that. I'm like, oh, it's, it's not gonna eat, it's not gonna eat and it dies. But uh I mean, because that's normally that's normally the path I take with if I breathe like my Samboas have babies. If they don't eat, mm. they die. That's that's the only option. I'm not. But then this is a wild caught thing that's already an adult. There's a million things I could have tried that probably would have boosted the appetite guy to eat, right? Yeah. So um, you kind of learn the tips and tricks, and I, I'm I'm starting to do more of the fun, weird stuff. Like I'm I'm, I'm frog scenting for a bunch of the Madagascar hognose babies that I have right now, um, and then of course rhino rats will take you down a wonderful flight of just is- hell. What is frog so, scenting? You take frog legs that you get at a store and you just thaw them out with the pinkies. And then you take those pinkies and you feed those pinkies to the um, Madagascar hognose. And then you take that whole frog leg and you throw it to a Chinese king rat and it eats it. And then, <laughs> you know, you fed everything and uh, the pinkies smell enough like frog that the, the mad hogs will actually eat and not just die. So, so it's like a weird form of enrichment. Well, it's not enrichment. So we as a hobby have said snakes eat fuzzy lab rats. Oh. European line mice, like white gotcha. mice. We, we have said that's what snakes, snakes, gen, like not but this kind don't. of snake. You've got snakes that eat fish but they and don't, lizards right? and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. A ton of snakes don't eat them. Like uh, it's, it's so many snakes don't, especially when you get into colubrids outside of like rat snakes, so many other snakes eat snakes and frogs and lizards and birds. And they're like, no, you eat mice. This is your gotcha. people tend to just lose their minds if the snake does not eat a white mouse. It's like they don't seem to think about it. I've I felt I fed my pythons tilapia and trout yeah. because they'll eat it. Mm-hmm. So why not? Um, so that's what you kind of you kind of learn those tips and tricks. But there's really nothing against wild caught animals. You just need to know what you're getting in for, which is kind of feel like. If you're not preparing a customer for a wild caught animal, you're doing them a disservice. Like my adult female white lip mom to the babies was a wild caught animal and I got her as an adult. But this is now I've been keeping white lips for 10 years. I kind of know what I'm in for. I know what to expect. We did a long quarantine. We had a full vet workup on her and we took it very slow. And I didn't try to breed her for about a year and a half after I had her. So it's kind of like you need to know what you're expecting, but by trying to pass stuff off as a captive born and bred or captive hatched, you're just setting the customer up for failure. And I think that's just unfair. Well, so it's like the Calabar's bow that, over mm. there that I got. They, that's definitely wild caught. Uh, a friend of ours, she purchased a pair from somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, one died. The, the male died, according to my friend. Um, and then I got this one, which is female. And then I looked at it. And it's not. Most likely, both of them were male. Uh, this guy was just selling to wild caught Calabars as a pair. It's easier to sell them as a. <laughs> it's easier to put one point one done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so I've, I, I don't like doing wild caught stuff, but I've wanted a Calabars bow for forever, and the only way I'm going to get one is to do, do it this way. Like yes. I know Travis is trying to breed them, um, and eventually I know Travis will succeed and he will have them, but. I can't wait forever. So, mm-hmm. so hopefully by the time he gets them, I can get one from him and I'll already have some as well. Right. Like you just, at some point you just have to bite the bullet and it's the only way to do it. Mm-hmm. As you get into fringe and rarer species, your, your, um, 
the people you can go to gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And you end up relying a lot on yourself. So it's like why people are like, I, so I almost cringe when people are like, I, my second snake, I, I've had a corn snake and now I'm going to get an emerald tree bow. And it's like, uh, <laughs> like, okay. Like, uh, I really wish you had gone to some other steps there. Like the care is so similar. They both have scales. Like, of course. It's like, there's a lot of different steps there. And of course the, they're not getting a captive born and bred one. They're getting one from here. They're getting this, or they get, uh, the worst one is they get a Neo green tree Python. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. There's there's so many things. They're so unforgiving. And you'd hate to have that person have a bad interaction or a bad time and they just lose all taste for reptiles. And it just it it sucks sometimes. So well, and emeralds are one of those where like you can go to a show and find an adult emerald for cheap. Yeah. But yeah. but then you gotta realize that thing was picked off a tree in South America. Mm-hmm. Like that is not and then you're gonna wonder why you go to this other person who has a table of emeralds. And they are three to four times the price or more because those are captive. And that is the way we should really go with those snakes so Mm -hmm. that we can keep breeding those things. And maybe we can breed the ever-loving hatred out of them so they won't try to kill us. I don't think that's ever going to happen. I've worked with emeralds. (laughs) That's true. Amazons Amazons are bred in captivity. Oh, God, yes. I think think they're born and they choose violence. Like, that's just (laughs) how it goes. Yeah. So – yeah, I, I so going back to the thing, I, I think that we definitely in certain situations have priced ourselves out of being able to try and proliferate a species because we – I don't say we're after money, but the problem is we're, we're also as a world, people – you no longer can Im- import super cheap stuff all the time mm-hmm. from places because the rest of the world has the internet too. They figured out the price, the everything. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 no, no longer buying the python for two dollars. Yeah, and then taking it home and selling it for four grand. Yeah, they so. they now know that this ball python that's got certain speckles on it is not the same as the other ones, and you will pay for it. Right. Right. So, but I think also as a hobby, we've got to get some of these species that are rare into hands of people that can breed them, and then they get them into hands of people. That, and it doesn't mean they don't make money off of them, but we've got to find some way to to make a network to try and get this going. Right. It, it, the problem is, is that it seems like certain animals are behind like gatekeepers. Like these are the only people that are bringing them in. And this is the price. It's like, well, hell. <laughs> so now you either got to play ball or you, you don't, you go without. And that's just kind of how it goes. Um, the, the issue is, is that if you have people and we've seen it before who are breeding a certain species and then something happens to their pair or that person leaves. And then it's like, well, now like herp the culture is without the species until somebody else picks up the football and runs with it yeah. or they start importing them again. Cause the worst thing would be is if the people who are importing them figure out that it's not even worth importing them anymore. If they turn off that spigot, then we're only relying on what we have here as breeding animals in people's collections. And then again, if somebody has already left, um, I mean, I, you're, you're, we have to wait for somebody to rebuild the entire projects from the ground up. Well, and, and so go back to certain pythons. So Timors, mm-hmm. Maclots, and Savus, right? Yep. Those were not expensive snakes 20 years yep. ago. But then ball pythons took off, and so people needed that cage space for ball mm-hmm. pythons. And then when people didn't want ball pythons, but they wanted another python species, I am going to say there was a certain podcast out there that really pushed carpets. Yeah, I should really close my goddamn mouth half the time because I'm like, oh, why is everyone after Maclots pythons? It's like, because you've been banging that drum <laughs> for 12 freaking years that they're so cool. It's like, shit. It's, wow. <laughs> so I think I think one problem is we 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 phased out Maclots and Savus and Timors because people went mm. to ball pythons and then carpets and they're like oh wait there's these things that are kind of like carpets but not carpets and 
And, 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 oh, and honestly, honestly, on your podcast, a lot of people know about some of those species because you talk about them. Yeah, I know. Which um, is cool, though. Except it, for when he wants to buy them. Exactly. <laughs> I'm hoisted on my own petard here. Like, I, I, I get excited about the animal, and I'm like, I can't find any blackface white lips. It's like, well, if you just shut your damn mouth about them, maybe you could actually find some. Of course, I say this, and I have, like, I have six Maclots pythons right now because <laughs> I, I, I finally got tired of not being able to produce Maclots pythons over, like, Something would just keep happening. My first female got egg bound. My second female had cancer. My third female turned out to be a male. My fourth female had cancer. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I just bought every Maclots python I could get my hands on. And then now I'm sitting here and I'm like, well, I have six of them. That was a little overboard. Like, I, that's a lot. <laughs> I feel like that I need way to... about the rubber boas at our house. I only have four. Yeah, it's four. That's is not bad. There's boas at my house. Doomerals boas at your house is ridiculous. Y'all yeah. have <laughs> eight. Eight. And eight. And, and you know, bought them like all as adults. <laughs> yeah, Not yeah, all. we have a, a couple young a big ones. Ask, you know, some of my Macs are small, so I have time to. I mean, the rubber you know, boas are tiny. I'll give them that. There's seven Maclots on Morph Marker right now. How much are they going for? Seven hundred bucks. Six hundred bucks. Four hundred to oh, six hundred. That's six hundred. Yep. So good. Yeah. Yep. Most of them are four seventy. Which is not with it. Twenty years ago, you could have got them in a mall for one hundred and fifty. Well, that's the thing is, like, seven years ago, they would have handed you a Bismarck ring python as you were walking into a show. It's like, here's your ticket. Here's your ring python. Go away. <laughs> now it's like $800. Like, it's... Well, because they'll be like, I bought, this thing when it was, it's like <laughs> I bought this thing when it was pretty. Now it's ugly. You take it now. But not- that's the thing. I have, uh, I have two ring pythons. One is really nice, but she's like a dark kind of red. She's not orange. And then the other one's ugly as sin, but it's just evil, and I love her. So it's like, and I got her as an adult, and she's just rage-filled. And I'm like, so I think someone's going to take a trip to Ryan's house. Like, I think I'm going to box you up and mail you there. So, See, Jason Miloradovich says he's got a dozen or so rubbers. Well, There you go. If you leave it at rubbers, it just sounds wrong. <laughs> he's married. He didn't have to use those. Uh, but, I knew you were going to go. It set itself up so nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I intentionally didn't say rubber boas. It was right there. It was because I know like, my yeah. had to. Uh, adult child hanging. friend over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why whenever I hear kids at school tell stupid jokes, I'm like, shut the fuck up. I know exactly what you're talking about because I'd have made the same joke. Right. Exactly. But I can't. But I can't because I'm here with you, dumbass. Yeah, I have a few that old. They I, I I split up two boys on Friday. And I was like, I'm not stupid. I know exactly what you're doing and what you're trying to be slick about. You think I'm playing with you right now? Move, separate. Move. I always, I always <laughs> remind my like students. They're cheering the headlights. I always remind my students that I am way smarter than them. <laughs> and I, sometimes I emphasize it and just like, I'm so much smarter than you. I need you to understand that. You're such an asshole. The truth hurts sometimes. Uh, anyways. So, uh, so let's talk about your your collection because right. did, I, we, I, wait, did we finish this post? Sure. Yeah, yeah they, sure. They, we couldn't read that the novel they wrote. I broke it down. I okay. gave the cliff notes. And then there's uh, I did make a post. Oh, you wanted to no, you you wanted to read your person's. Well, I I mean, it, she didn't even expect me to post it. She was like, no, I, she go just ahead and read it. To include it in the conversation. She may be listening. Yeah. We have we she have a listener. Don't lose her. Well, she yeah. does. She said she really enjoys everything that you post. Um. Basically, it was it was all very similar to what you said. Uh, she agreed that breeders are being priced out of rare species, but how the hobby should be handling it could be an easy solution, um, comp- which is complicated by like kind of a pyramid scheme mindset that some hobbyists mm-hmm. yes. have. 
Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, rare species should be circulated within the community of dedicated enthusiasts so that they can be established and studied before becoming more available to the general public, which are kind of all things that you guys have said. I know yep. I was very quiet while you were both very enthusiastically speaking, but I was listening. Um, it, it's something that she's seen with rare dog or cat breeds. So it really shouldn't be something that's super far-fetched for the reptile community. But the problem often, or more often than not, is that a lot of these uncommon species are either sold to the highest bidder when they're captive, born, hatched, born and bred. And then the buyers may not be the most dedicated or truly passionate individual. Yeah, it's the one that had the money. Correct. Right, right. Um, or the clout of having... A bull and yeah, a bull and right. yeah. I'm like, yeah. Um, this is also somewhat of a tendency for other keepers to gatekeep their passion projects, um, like all somebody's white lip pythons. I have I have nine baby white lips, <laughs> and two two so far are flagged to be made available um, when it starts warming up. That's out so of funny. nine, the other ones, I will admit, I am trading to people who have white lips or. They have the they have animals I want so and they have and they have the no without like it's we're gonna be swapping this or trading that so um, but then after that I, I may still make some more available for right now only two out of nine but the great thing is I, you know and here's my thing yes obviously mm-hmm. it is a lot harder to get your hands on a white lip than it is a rainbow boa. But that last litter of rainbow too. boas that you had, you were like, I'm keeping the whole litter simply because of who they came from. Yeah. And then so, they all and me, then they all got sick and they're still and they look like shit, but they're not dying. And I have no idea what's wrong with them. Yeah. But I'm I'm just saying, like, I I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with like choosing to keep a large portion of babies that you reproduce. No. Whether no. they're very common or not very common. I mean because in two or three more breeding seasons you may Owen's get to podcast the point. partner made a like a whole thing of that. He yeah. it's it's called burking it. You, you burk keep it, the entire clutch. And then when people beg you, you can eventually let one go. That's um, hilarious. But yeah, uh, he he's kept two um, whole clutches of um, one project where the uh, I, the uh, IJs turn black, black when they get older. Is it the poison yep. ivy or the poison ivy babies. He's kept all is, he, two snake. two clutches of babies. He has kept back, and this year he's actually has a chance to breed um, the babies to each other. And like I think I'm the only one who's consistently seen these things over the years as they've like progressed. And IJs do nothing for me because you can't so breed I, every them. time. Yeah, well, I can't right now. They, they just don't do it. So. <laughs> Every time I see them, I'm like, these things are awesome. And that's me saying this. And also, like, all of this is wasted on me. You should show these to people. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so. I would say. So, we yeah. had someone, I think it was last week, that was talking about how the reason that he keeps the babies, and I cannot tell you what kind of snake it was, but he keeps the babies because. We were talking to Ryan last week. Because they look so. No, so it was two weeks ago. It wasn't Ryan? That would have been Brittany. It wasn't ago. the McVeigh's. No, different Ryan. We're talking oh, Ryan Young. Okay, yes, him. He There's keeps, a lot of Ryans in the hobby. He keeps <laughs> something because they look so different when they're an adult. So a lot of times he won't sell it until it's an adult because he yeah. wants to know what it yeah. looks like. Well, some of these, like, they keep they do carpets. Carpets are one of those things where you don't know what it looks like until it's like a year and a half, two years old. I've had, I've had holdbacks that I'm like, you were going to be great. You were going to be my set thing. And then the following year, something else pops up and it, like, 
puts that one that I was all gung ho about a year ago to shame. And it's like, well, um, sorry, bye. <laughs> like it's just that some, you have to be fluid with that kind of stuff, especially with carpets. Yeah. But well, yeah. and I think the way Owen was talking about doing his white lips is one of the ways to fix around this whole rare species issue we're having. Uh, mm. If if you can trade with other people, people you know who can also breed that, and so they're going to yeah. produce more babies, and then they're going to eventually we can get to a point where there is a sustainable uh, captive bred population of that species, and we don't have to pay eight hundred dollars for a snake. That's probably not. I don't. I don't want to say it's not worth eight hundred. I know. I know we're putting numbers on stuff, and it's ridiculous, but. Uh, Sometimes these prices are like $10,000 for a snake is fucking ridiculous. So that's actually, I'm not, I'm not, I can buy a car or I can get a snake. Like, this yeah. is yes. ridiculous. So, and it, when it comes down to like one of my friends who is getting a gold white lip, she has produced black face white lip. Well, here we are. I need a black face white lip. You need a gold face white lip. Swap. I know you can do it because you've done it. So, and so that that's just actually the, the, the very last line in, in what she sent me. It said, even amongst the keepers who want to swap bloodlines, it does seem like a common occurrence for other keepers is to turn a blind eye to the inquiry unless there's a high price tag attached. And so it it, it seems like she really feels like if you've – it's like you just said. If you've got what I want and I've got what you want, let's make a trade and right. everybody's happy and – if you sit down and you break it down, are these animals equal in price on the market? No, but why not just swap it? And they accomplish like, a goal that you're trying. Yeah, it's, both right. Yeah. And, and yeah. Look, there's people I know in this hobby who will trade you this or give you this or do that. The, 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 the money is not the issue for them. Yeah. And, and, and that's great. And the money is not the issue. for I breed fucking Sambos. The money is not the issue for me. <laughs> okay, it's not. They're fucking cheap. I know they are. Well, like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't have... I don't have an airplane hanger full of gray bins going, like, there's a snake in there. The I can't only, see it, but it's in there. The only <laughs> like it, rule is that they have to pay for their own food. That's what I'm working that's on. That's my only rule. Hopefully, Conroe, I can sell. Anybody, should quick, quick shout out. Anybody going to Conroe, if you need an Anry Sandbow, I'm going to have 10 babies. Feel free to come buy one. Or all. I need to buy rats. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the deal. That's the best feeling in the world when you're at a show and you're like, I bought my rats and I still kept money in my pocket yes. for my snake sales. Yes. Well, like, I'm on, I'm going to stop at Burger King on my way home. Like, <laughs> I, it can, is, I can afford the value menu. Normally oh my, what yes, he'll do is take that extra me. money and buy something else though, which is fine. That, That's always, I, I, from day one, I have always said, you do not need to take snake money and put it into the household budget. That is your money. That mm -hmm. needs to buy your rats. So most of my snakes are bought with snake and money. And then that needs yep. to buy whatever else. Like the, that with the exception of the two big stuff. large boas downstairs that I need to breed so I can give you back money. I was going to say, those I'm waiting on. Those two boas are not snake boa money. didn't make it. My, my wife and I have the same kind of thing, but then she does... She she's she's torturous and evil. So um, she's like, you can't buy any of this. You have to like, you know, with your snake money, you can totally do it. Just leave the house with my thing. And she's like, we don't have diamond pythons. I'm like, no, we don't have diamond pythons. Why don't we have diamond pythons? Because the price tag. Don't don't do this to me. Like I don't like <laughs> like what are you doing? This is like cooking a drug and being like, you want this? That's like hilarious. no, that is terrible. That's another What's one. What's wrong with you? That's another one that is like they were common enough at one point for at least. A lot of people to have one because there mm -hmm. were so many fucking uh, diamond uh, jungles out diamond there. Diamond jungle somethings, yeah. Because I had a diamond jungle at one point. Mm -hmm. uh, but now you don't see diamonds. And I'm like, that's crazy. Because one, they're a super hardy of, of all like mm -hmm. carpet-like pythons. They're like, kind of like a brettles. They're super hardy. Yep. Uh, yep. They're 
if you want a black and yellow snake, they're supposed to be black and yellow. Yep. So <laughs> unlike the jungle uh, jungle carpets that we've bred that we made black and yellow, yeah, it's. I feel like almost there's certain number of diamond breeders, but then not a lot of people are really spending the time to, because it's so breeding them is so much different than normal yeah. carpets. You would have to dedicate something or like a tank or a different part of your house or a different room or only do diamonds or, you know, yeah. diamond like pythons. Um, so people don't do it, but I think what would be awesome is if you set up a really cool, tank or a big enclosure in your living room and a couple diamond pythons like i'm that's awesome yeah so. I, uh, i'm pretty cheap when it comes to snakes i got my mexican black king snake so as far <laughs> as i'm concerned that i feed i'm pretty yeah you take care yeah, of but my they animals. went up in price they were 40 bucks and they, then they were 400 we didn't, we didn't buy them then we oh. got <laughs> married they were fifty dollars or less, and I well, begged. Why was I gonna buy this fifty dollars snake? Fuck it. Yeah, Four I don't care. years. <laughs> yeah. I, I have friends this. who love me, and they gave me one. <laughs> um, so I got that. I'm. I love my corn snake. She's one of like my favorite. The one in my classroom. She's one. That was of my, also my corn snake. The zoo gave it to us because someone brought it to the zoo, and the zoo didn't need it for education. That was my corn snake. I know, and she's awesome. Okay. Um. So, like, as far as snakes go, I can't even think of anything else that I would like. Well, then you're not thinking hard enough. I can think yeah, of no, you right now. Time. I want a red-eyed <laughs> croc skink. That's, like, the only other animal that we can Robert's get you that. shaking his head no. <laughs> you do, but you got to have everything set well, up. Well, and that's just it. Is, it you do, is, but you don't. Yeah, I, I just, I haven't. It's not an easy setup. It's, and it's not, and so that's why I don't have one yet. But that's, like, the only other thing really on my list that I'm like, ooh, I want. I mean, of course, I always want more cherry head Tortoise, yeah. tortoises but yeah i think that's the direction i'll end up going is a bunch of fucking tortoises i love them. owen has one and owen loves it i have it. one i have one what tortoise have? and <laughs> i have a sulcata well no i'm sorry my wife forced a sulcata on me um and then, when his, a, then his okay. wife moved in and brought it from florida there and now oh, he has yeah it. it was just i mean oh up there it's tricky uh, yeah we have a. Uh, you've winter um <laughs> We have several. We have a, a a spot in the basement that could house several large snake cages that is dedicated to this tortoise for his pen. There is no um, animosity in your voice. No, no, no. There's, there's no I don't that. feel. I'm not bitter. <laughs> I'm not looking at that space, going like, "There's my pop one python area, right, right, right there." Like that's, you know, I could set up tons of sh right there. But no, we have Mort. Um, but uh, and then I love it. During the summer months, he spends outside uh, in on, on your hillside the yard. Yep, out on the hillside. Does he climb um, the hillside? Like I'd, that'd be. It takes. He has his patrol. He has his little areas, That's and so you know he will march himself up and down the hill, um, which is good because then he gets active and stuff like that. The problem is we're doing well because he's growing, and it's like God damn it, stop! <laughs> like just, they, they yeah, don't. They don't. They I know don't. it's. I keep telling her, I'm like, do you have any pancake tortoises we could have in this pen right now? I could have a herd of you pancake yes. tortoises. That would be and fucking be awesome. Fun. I didn't, I'm like, you know what would be great? Let's get some Gila monsters. Because then when Fuck Mort's yeah. outside, the Gila monsters can, she's like, I don't trust you around venomous reptiles. I'm like, probably a good idea. <laughs> but it's only, <laughs> kind, it's only kind of venomous. It's only kind of, it's only kind of venomous. So, Isn't yeah, that what you held? 
No. Yes. Yes. It's what I will have at some That's point. You. That is probably one of the happiest oh, photographs fucking. that I have. monsters of you. are. Oh my god. Awesome. Of you holding that animal. Because probably because Paul Jones. They, yes. Yeah. Because reptile guy. Like it's one of my favorite pictures up, of James. If you grew up as a reptile person, like grew up watching dinosaurs mm. and like Gila monsters fit that you like you grew up seeing that kind of stuff, and so when you like. You're an adult. You're like, I want that stuff now. Red-eyed cross yes. skinks look like little dragons. That's why I want one. I'm just <laughs> going to be honest. And the, the problem is, is like, so uh, I Eric Kohler is is a friend of mine, and he's another snake breeder up here in the Pittsburgh area. So he does the shows down here, and he has Gila monsters. So every year he's Ugh. got baby Gila monsters, and every year I'm like, ah, oh, God, I just want to like, like I know he would just be like, here you go. You also live and, in the part you know, of the country where you can own any fucking reptile you want to. I live to. in Pennsylvania, baby. I can walk down the street and get me a cobra tomorrow. Like it's, look at that in Texas too. Yeah, not, it's ridiculous up there. I, I just want to. I want to go to Ham- show that has Hamburg. The, yeah, Hamburg. I want to go there once just to see the clusterfuck that is Hamburg. Yeah, well, you gotta. There are certain you gotta go when there's a good one because sometimes it's like very. That's the problem. Is like it, it's very low key and kind of business as usual, which could be shocking to the normies. <laughs> um, but then, like, there's usually one show a year where it's like, and that's a black mamba in a sweater box, or it's like, <laughs> and that's a Nile crocodile over there, or what is it? Know, the the uh, starter pack is a, a retic and an alligator and a, a cobra. And a, yep, a retic, a croc, and a some sort of venomous. Yep, that's that's the. Uh, that's the I live in the sticks in Pennsylvania and I'm 16 starter pack is I'm going to go in. I'm going to get myself a retick, a crocodilian of some kind and something venomous. And put it on YouTube. Asks. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll start my YouTube empire. And, then, and poor Darren lives next door in New Jersey and can't own a fucking thing. Not a damn thing. That's like I, I've had to do health certificates for people who have bought animals. And they live in New Jersey because you have to do vet certs. You have to do this. And that's for the people who actually do it the right way. Other people just don't care. So, um, but yeah, it, New Jersey is locked down central. Don't you dare get a corn snake, Darren. They will come after you. Mm-hmm. They it better have red eyes. Eye color. Better have red fucking eyes. Oh, they want, that's They're, one of those states, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Amanda Reddy and her pot alligator. I'm all, I, I, what? You both. I, I mean, she wants a pot. She doesn't have she one. Wants. She wants one. She that's an, her. Yeah. Her and James both want. Oh, look, there's Eric. Yeah, the YouTube. I'm, I, I'm starting a YouTube empire. Where have you been? God. <laughs> so okay, I can keep on going. Let's get back to your collection because I, yeah. I talked to you before we got on on, on the air uh, <laughs> that I find something funny about your collection. And, yes. and that and we've anybody that has a podcast has talked about this whole thing. When someone first gets into reptiles, there is the Noah's Ark syndrome where like I want one or two of everything, and uh, and and everyone that's really like we've done it, and then you finally realize okay. I like that you either get out of the hobby, which happens probably 90% <laughs> you of the time. burn out quickly and yeah. get out, yeah. <laughs> or the 10% go, okay, I, I don't actually I don't actually like all those things, but I like this one thing, and I'm going to mm-hmm. focus. And you did that. You were like, all right, I don't – I like carpets. I'm going to do carpets. And you're like, you know what? No, let's go back to the fucked up shit. I want everything again. And that's where you're at now. Every time I listen to an episode, you're like, you keep yeah, something this. new yeah. that I'm like, what the fuck? It, it's not carpets it was, anymore. Yeah, It. so I – I almost did kind of like a reversals because when I started, I had Cal Kings and I had Carpet Pythons, Coastals. That was it. That's all I wanted. And then I kind of exploded in Carpet Python. So I went nuts in Carpet Python and I kept getting all the different types of Morelia. So I had my, my Noah's Ark syndrome, but it was very compacted to just Morelia. And then I kind of scaled it back to just kind of Coastals and a couple other little things. Um, but it started with people just kind of suggesting the, the show was definitely something that kind of dragged you in. Cause if you sit there for an hour talking to somebody whose yeah. passion is insert animal here, 
it, it bleeds into your brain where you're like, I can, I can do Argentine boas. Like I can, I can, how hard could I could do that? Like so that, you know, that's, that's, Keith, that's Keith's fault, isn't it? it? He's that those are, those are so bad on my list right now. <laughs> like it is, <laughs> but like sand boas, I'm like, uh, what is it? Uh, Mike Curtin just got some sand boas and he's like, these things are awesome. I'm like, you're not allowed to talk about me <laughs> to these things. Like, I don't want to see them. Don't, we're not allowed to talk about it. Like, shut up. I don't want to like, cause that I'll start thinking. So I kind of started branching out and it started with, you know, white lips, um, couple other different it started really when eric gave me a maclots python way to like, go he's eric. Like, yeah he did it so he's like here here's a maclots python the pusher like, man what the hell is this and of course that just tumbled into liasis where i'm like okay i need max i need waters i need olives i need wait savus. wait hold on i need to rewind real quick yep you pronounce it correctly, correctly. <laughs> you said water some of us um, on the podcast who will not be named they're from philly philly others are from outside of philly where we had better schools and they taught us english <laughs> <laughs> every time i'm listening i hear water i'm like Wooder. what the fuck yeah but you have to like i have to know the language you know when you when you venture into the city you have to know water and you know um with whiz without whiz so. i do know i do know that one too yep but yeah it was the um yeah so he gave me the macos python and then that glitch just tumbled into everything um and then now i think i i have 31 different species fuck yeah that's, that's crazy that's between pythons boas what, how many different species polybrids. do you have i'm not doing math right now i'm not <laughs> the one on the trial here calm down <laughs> we're talking about owen <laughs> i refuse to answer such questions like it's, yeah. i mean i couldn't tell you what the hell's in that room so yeah. i'm not the right person to ask well pick mm. another room because there's something in every room at this there point is. Yeah. there is but so. but you also went from pythons to like you know what I want things that shit more, yeah. And, and then I like, want things that I want things that shit more. I want things that have rear fangs. I want things that make me a little nervous when I touch them. <laughs> like it's yeah. <laughs> so um, it was. I mean, I always had calkings. Um, that was always something. And I you bred corns for a while. I yeah, corns and calkings were always the things that because those are the ones that I was actually able to breed in college, and like I would pass them off as school projects and you know they'd let me do it because they've never hatched snakes in the animal lab before and it's like hey go whole little thing wrote a project hey i'm like cool all these king snakes are gonna come with me now so um i did that in college but it, it, you kind of branch out a little bit more you know i've had bull snakes i've had pine snakes um and you kind of just keep going but the the thing is that when I first got into it, it I was told that like Asian colubrids, like Mandarin rat snakes, are the most gorgeous things, yes, like out there. But they're like, oh no, you have to put them in a refrigerator. And oh man, if you look at them cross-eyed, they explode. And it's like <laughs> I I'm like I don't want that. Like I can't do that. I'm I'm a grunty python guy. Like I can't do that. So getting more and more into Asian colubrids and and other stuff that it, the it's different from a Python where you don't necessarily have to heat it up. It's more along the lines of you have to cool it down was kind of scary at first. But once that ball started rolling, it was the blue beauty snakes. It was the Chinese King rats. It was the rhino rat snakes. It was Mandarin rat snakes. You have Kribos? Um, I do have Kribos. I thought I remember Kribos. I do have Unicolor, I have Unicolor Kribos. Um, uh, they're, 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 they're annoying me. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been like, it's been three years and like, it's been two years of slug clutches. And then this year 
I am being so mean to them. Like I dropped them so low. I'm like, you're breeding or you're out of here. <laughs> like I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> I got, cause uh, I got the King rats that are, are still, they, they don't stop eating or growing. Um, Creebos are cool. The, it's gotta be cool to have a snake. that will eat fucking anything. I'd love it because it's like food time for the collection is like a bunch of buckets of rats and just a bunch of buckets of other things and stuff like that. So when I'm feeding the large colubrids and it's like the false water cobra, the Vietnamese blue beauties, the Chinese king rats, the Kribos, it's literally a bowl of food. Cause I don't, people are like, you have to feed them more as colubrids or more often. I don't really feed them more often. I just give them more of a thing. So they yeah. have a bowl that has like a rat, some frog legs, some chicken necks, um, just go to the Asian Whale market. Eggs, mm. chicks. It's just like everything I can put in there, pile it up, put it in their cage, and they eat it all. Same thing with the Madagascar hognose, too. So they just kind of eat it all, and we're good. Our dog is <laughs> at the gate at the podcast room because she's obsessed with Robert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've and been she being was, stared at by a cat over here. She's, she's been in her crate <laughs> and because... She's getting ballsy and likes to jump on the counter to try to get food. So now whenever food is on the counter, she goes up. And so she was up when he got here. So she didn't get all of her love and attention. And yeah. Yeah. But this is, uh, unfortunately, I'm a husky owner. So I understand the, the trials <laughs> I and think she's a husky sometimes, the way that she talks, talks. to us. He's a, my zero is a husky catahoula. Oh, nice. so. No, 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 not, no, 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 that animal has shaved years off my life, so. Do you still have, I know, you still have retics? I have one retic. That's the one that uh, broke out? Uh, No, I got rid of those things, they sucked. (laughs) Didn't it happen twice to you, didn't it? It's happened multiple times, um, and it's it's my own damn fault because I built the cages, and I used the glasses either too thin or there was enough wiggle room between the support center support and the glass that if a snake got in there, it was like, well, if I keep going, and then the glass would just explode out, and the snake would be like, cool, I'm out now, and then there's glass everywhere. <clears throat> so it's basically like have it's herp. It's I call it extreme herping, where now <laughs> you have to find find the retic, but then also there's glass everywhere. So, um, and I never wear shoes when I'm running around in my house. So it's like I said, it's more of an extreme thing. But uh, I had. I had a pied retic and a het pied retic, and they were the first ones to figure it out. And then recently, um, my blackface white lip figured it out. So, <laughs> yeah, we're replacing those cages, yeah, those doors. So. Like, yeah, we're redoing that. So, that yeah, that should definitely be moved to the top of the priority list. It sounds like eh, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> if they get out, they're still in the house. He's not losing. Yeah, the I mean, yeah, fine. like. That the blackface white lip was gone for a day, and that was <laughs> I was not happy. <laughs> so, but we recovered her. So, so These are relatively decent sized snakes, though, right? Or are those m- small? Yeah. No, he's. I mean, I but, know what a retic m- is. I don't know what the rest of this. Black lips are no. black lips are what seven, eight foot full grown. I'm not not a hundred percent convinced on that one because I'm not. I I. I I got my female golds only like four or five foot long. Really? She's not a, she's not a big animal. Um, are they like colubrid size? No, they're, they're pythons. No, nah, they're, py- but, they're so pythons. Like they're, they're not Burmese pythons, around. but they're like carpet pythons. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but then you won't get you some pop wins and 
You could end up like the picture that yeah, Ryan the posted. Is, like, exactly. Like I'm like, oh man, I could do pop ones. And then Ryan posted that photo. I'm like, no, never, no, nope, not doing it. So what was the photo? Um, so that, he I put think... his pop ones together and he posted a photo that they got into a fight and like it ripped like flesh off. You could see like the white meat. <gasps> oh, like, oh yeah, like, it, in multiple spots. Like and it, these are really expensive, right? Uh, I mean, they're, so they're an imp- they're mostly imports, right? Right, and most of them are female. It's hard to find a boy. But the problem is, is that you've spent this time, you've raised up these animals, and even even if they're both, I've heard they can. You want to try to get them equal size so that nobody hurts each other. Gotcha. But then I had somebody last year, a friend of a friend, who had two ten footers, and the female still killed and ate the male. And then the issue with that is that now you have a ten foot snake that has swallowed a itself like a 10 foot snake so nine times out of ten that the female the female dies and then you've lost both of them mm. so that is terrifying that's I've, rough i've had friends who've had that happen with cali kings and it yeah. is it terrifies me and then you add like python to it uh, mm, this is why you don't want to breed certain things well yeah it's why, why this is why like i really want a northern blue tongue skink but i will never fucking breed blue tongue skinks because mm. they can just rip legs off oh yeah it's horrible I, it's i've had people i know people that have had it happen a lot with um hog nose as well yeah mm-hmm. they put a freaking three thousand dollar male in with a three thousand dollar female and come back and now there's a three thousand dollar female that's not worth six thousand dollars <laughs> yeah even though they're combined they, they, they can't just get increase in price yeah. now there's two of them in one yeah. if i saw um, right now it's worth six thousand you well, sell that three days later it's not that's how I got my adult female ring python, is she killed and ate two of the males she was with. Jesus. And the dude who had her was so fed up, he just sold her. And I'm like, okay. So, we'll see, that's my fear of like any of the Australian python. Like, carpets are not that big of a concern, but like, you get like blackheads, I would worry, or like some of the liasses that I start to worry because, like, I know that historically they have been known to eat, cannibalize yeah, each other. I, I mean, and even then, uh, like I have, I have four olive pythons, and that's a ten foot python. You know, if it, even if they, even if it was an accidental strike, that's a big animal to try to get off of another big animal. Who's also pissed it, off, right? There. Who's also real <laughs> mad at the fact that it just got bit. Like it's, it it can be, it can be scary. I mean, the, my retic, um, <clears throat> thank God she's just so morph inbred that she's as dumb as a hammer. You, um, you have a dwarf from Garrett, right? I have a dwarf from Matt Minitola. Matt Minitola, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those, Matt's like, do you want this? I'm like, yeah, right? And like, she was like, <laughs> she was like the size of my forearm when I got her. And I'm like, look at this cute little thing. And now I'm like, I have to feed it bunnies and chicken. And I'm like, this thing is He's getting pretty big. Like, I don't know what to do here. Where's Matt, the Matt's like, part? take this. I need to make more room for blood python. Speaking yeah. of feeding things. Mm. Um, What? It's gone. Is it coal coal black exotics? Yes. Is that that's yes, Bill. Thank you. I couldn't think of his Bradley. name. I was like, <laughs> well, so he had a little toboggan thing on oh, in I didn't his watch, video. It didn't look like him. And it did not look like him because I'm like, this guy looks familiar. Why do I know this? I didn't guy? watch the video. Why I, is this popping up on my? I Facebook know his video was a giant face? rabbit in the middle of a room with a retake. It was. So it was a berm. very nicely done video that was super boring and how you should feed, which is stuff. how feeding should be, and that's exactly yes. what all the comments were. And, but it was just funny because. I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. I was like, 
wow, who's the super attractive guy feeding the snake? Didn't know who it was. Then I realized it was Bill. And then I felt a little weird for having that thought about Bill. And then I was like. <laughs> Thanks for explaining that to me. I know. I felt strange. It was it's all right. Hat. He's a ginger. I'm not worried. I can't help it. Um, yeah. They're Anyways. Not, they're not real people. He's a ginger. Duh. No, no, no. <laughs> It's one of my souls. favorite people. I, I say feeding them. should be boring, but there are certain snakes you feed that no matter how boring you want it to be, it's it's not. Like, I did get a little nervous, though, because at one point when he opened, so the rabbit was on the floor, and when he opened the glass, this, I don't even know what kind of snake it was, but the snake was starting, to, it was obviously fucking huge because the rabbit was gigantic. Oh, it was a big rabbit. Mm-hmm. For a second, there, I thought someone had a dead dog on the floor. And I, I did, like, too. Like, Why are you filming this? That's what I thought it was. <laughs> I was like, what kind of animal is, are we fixing to dissect this on Facebook? <laughs> Um, but anyways, it got taken off of Twitter or removed from no TikTok because of the violent standards. Mm-hmm. China didn't like the. Yes, I don't have a TikTok or Twitter, so it doesn't matter to me. I can but... see Twitter because it's owned by Facebook, and Facebook gets offended Twitter's by the not wind owned by Facebook. Twitter's mm-hmm. owned by Elon Musk. Not Twitter. I'm thinking uh, Instagram. Yeah, that's right. There are those animals that no matter what you're doing and how calm you are, I have a uh, a yearling blackface wet lip from Lisa. And that thing is a shade from hell that will never, I mean, I almost don't want it to get any bigger because then it's going to start being real interesting around here. So, um, but she eats everything in sight. I'm like, okay, crap. Like it's, and that's, she's just on point all the time, ready to just kill anything. And it's, you almost don't want that. You want yeah. it to be relaxed because now I'm worried. Like if I ever get a boy in there with her, what is she going to do to him? So to my box turtle was that. today. She was freaking spastic. Did you just compare your box turtle his, to his pissed off white lip? Yes. That's a, she was that's very a aggressive. They're a little different. She though. was yeah. very aggressive and Are you chasing, afraid you're going to get bit by your box turtle? She was chasing her crickets today. If you get attacked by your box turtle, it's your fault. Listen, I've yeah. seen a box turtle rip out somebody's jugular. It's gruesome. I mean, <laughs> right up have on you there. ever watched them eat hornworms? It is very, very, ends very being, graphic. Ends up being like the rabbit from Monty Python. I was just yeah, say yeah. that. Third graders yeah. freak the out. Teeth. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Look at the bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, so I've got my, my adult Louisiana pines. My adult Louisiana pine is great. You take him out, he's wonderful. But if there's food around, oh, God. Yeah, he will fucking attack anything that moves. I have I've gone to feed him before and he'll swipe and knock it out of the tongs and he'll drop and then I have to freeze. Because if I move, he's coming after me. Because <laughs> he's just going, he's in a mode of, if it moves, I'm biting it. Yep. But like, yep. if it's not feeding time, I can just reach in there, take him out. He's great. So uh, my my wife got these, uh, you know, the snake tongs, the grab ones with the, like the handles. The, yeah. The ones that you're supposed to use for grabbing snakes, but nobody ever uses them for that. They use them for feeding. Feeding mm-hmm. all the time. She oh, got one like, they're six feet long. And I'm like, the these fuck? things are ridiculous. Like, I don't need this long of a thing. Thank God yeah. she got that <laughs> shit. Cause now I'm around the corner, like leaning into the room with this rabbit, like just kind of, or rat kind of like doing this um, for my one, my one rough scale Python hates my guts, hates me. <laughs> but if I just kind of feed her from like outside the room a little bit, she'll eat wrapped and that's whatever. But, and then I'll just wait for her to finish and then close her up. But, um, yeah, sometimes you just got to remove yourself from the situation. You had a snake that would only eat if you turned the lights off. I don't remember which one Ozzy. Happens. Yeah, he would do that. The yeah. rainbow boa. Or he, was, he would not strike stuff. You just have to put uh-huh. it in there and leave and walk away. And turn the light off. Yeah. Some snakes are like that. Some snakes, like, uh, and some snakes, they're, like, it's annoying. I was feeding baby rainbows the other night. 
And I was wiggling around in front of it. Didn't want to take it. Didn't want to take it. It's like, fuck. So I laid it down and I forgot the next morning I came in. I was like, shit. I was like, eh, it's only been a couple few hours. I was like, let's try again. Wiggled around, took it right away. I was like, why couldn't you do this mm-hmm. last night? Fucker, yeah. just let it sit here. But yeah, feeding is also interesting when you walk in the next day after feeding everything and realize that your herb set six that runs all your racks isn't on. Mm-hmm. And I temp gunned all my racks and they were like 69 degrees. I was like, fuck. Yeah, well, I I had like heart and stomach moment when you said that because I know ex- how expensive the six is and I, yeah, I think don't just have got, that just, in the budget I right think now. The plug to just wiggled its way just enough loose. But it's one of those things where out of anything, I'd rather it go down than up. Yes. Yes. You know, down can handle. When I come in and each cage is 159 <gasps> degrees or something like that, then that'd be scary. Then it's over. Oh then 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 now you're now you're just on damage control to see who lives who made it. So, um, but yeah, I would much rather go. That's why I like shipping when it's cool outside. Love it. Fine. People are like, can you ship in August? I'm like, no, I don't know. No. I'll have to check. <laughs> like, I know I can't. I live in the South. No. I cannot <laughs> ship in August. You can't. No, the, uh, I was funny. I plugged it back in. We left for the day, came home and every snake's in the back of the tub. Every yeah, snake. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, we have heat now. Yep. Yep. They can, can do much better with, uh, um, uh, cold than you can with heat you can yes. always re- you always fix heat <laughs> like yeah so one thing i wanted to talk about we, we didn't talk about earlier but the uh that reminded me the i found my thermostat wasn't working the day that we went to the learning zoo mm. so monday was it yesterday yesterday oh, shit, it was yesterday we had a three-day weekend my mind is off we went to the learning zoo which uh, our friend friends drew and becca own uh and that place is awesome it's very small it's basically it's run not out out of their house but i mean they've got uh, amazing setups. You've been there before, but before they had built all the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And you'd been there before. I went a couple a couple months back, and so much has changed just even since I've been. Yeah, it's. Uh, I gotta. I gotta say, I can't. They, they live in one room. Hmm. I'd. I'd. We'd be divorced by now. Oh, hundred percent. We wouldn't have made it six months. They. The rest of the. <laughs> the rest of the house is the business, and they live in one room. And and I and no. I'd have, I'd have moved outside in a tent or something by like now. They have to agree on what to watch on TV. Yeah. And er, I mean, yeah, everything. Yeah. Cause that's, I didn't see any other TVs anywhere. Oh, no, no, no. It's, but they, it's a great little place. How that's what we're <laughs> all basing TV. this off of. It's we I have mean, to share. I mean, I don't even really watch TV a whole lot. No, but you would be pissed off if you didn't have one. But well, no, but if you had, if, like, I leave the room when you start watching stuff I don't want to watch, so yeah. it's not a big deal. But they can't; they're in the room. Yeah, they can't. You're yeah. stuck. Yeah. They, uh, no. but but no, it was it was great. They had an awesome. They had a what they had, sulcatas. They had redfoots, so, and then they had porcupines. They had the African porcupines there. Had uh, great outdoor enclosures for his carpets. He houses mm-hmm. his carpets outside. Mm-hmm. I actually have one of his jungle carpet babies that um, it, she fucking hates me. She. Yes, she does. She just jungles do that. Yeah. She just fucking hates me. Um, but he has two females outside and a male. And he said last year that male from across the yard could smell the females. And uh, he opened it and it went straight to the females last year. He opened the cage and went straight over to where the females yep. were to their yep. cage. Um, yep. <laughs> he's got the black dragon housed out there in an awesome outdoor clothes. He's got prairie dogs out there at their zoo. Those four are so cute. Are the prairie dogs? The prairie dogs. He's, they've got a unicorn. They do have a unicorn. She's so precious. I was going to say that. <laughs> they have a mini horse that they put a horn oh, on for birthday there you parties. Go. Okay. 
I mean, they, is the horn removable? Her, or it's removable. She has, it on there. It on there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. She Hang has on. her own little tea party garden and everything. Uh, you didn't go in. You didn't go back there to see that. I, it's beautiful. I didn't care about the tea party garden. No. Beautiful. Yeah, no. Pass on the tea party garden. They have the big ass cooney cooney pigs that everybody's like, I want to pet little little pig. There's no such thing as a little pig. Just let no. anybody know. There's no such thing yeah. as a little the pig. The goats are yeah. fun. Micro pig is uh, no. It's not a, they're micro when they're born. That is it. Well, you got to understand. It's like, it's like it's it, it's. It's almost like dwarf retic. It's like okay, <laughs> so dwarf of a twenty-four foot animal is still like eleven feet. Like it's right. Like, like eventually you're kind of getting down there, but it's like it's a micro pig. Yeah, but pigs are big animals, yeah. so like, it doesn't weigh six hundred pounds. It weighs yeah. three hundred pounds. God, good job. <laughs> Let it roam your house. Yep. But uh, if anybody's in the North uh, Houston area or in the Houston area, you should definitely check out the Learning Zoom. Go over there. I was. Really impressed, and they've got so much room to build more stuff. And yep. I know Drew; he's got tons of ideas for more. And just, I mean, they built a zoo, and then he's doing it. Like Owen and I have both worked for zoos, mm-hmm. um, and, and we wanted to be able to like afford food, so we stopped that. Yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> no, but no, because uh, what I think I saw your pictures. They have an African crested porcupine. Yeah, mm-hmm. two yep. of them. I, I got a yep, pair actually, of them. I, I raised one of those in my house for a while for the zoo I was working. So for. this the the um, small male that they have, they bottle raised. I was impressed. Yep. Theirs did not reek. Everyone oh, that ever uh-huh. been around smell bad. Like their poop smells horrible. I can't. Oh, it smells so bad. But these were fine. It's just a very pointy, large guinea pig. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yes, to, it is. My wife wants capybara, and I have to try to be like, no. <laughs> no, see, no. We, we had copies at the zoo, we, and the problem uh, was we had these big, thick hoses that we'd use to spray out the, the pools, go and hook them up, spray out the pools. But the fucking copies would come behind and just bite. Just one bite yeah. into the hose, and like, fuck, we're replacing the hose again. Yeah, it's gone again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, just, it's almost... Uh, They're uh, cute the, when they're babies. Of course they are. It's like a, it's like a large guinea, guinea pig, pig. Yeah. but yeah. no, it's... No, she, uh-huh. wants, she wants emus, she wants... There's another one that wants emus. Uh, Drew wanted emus, and Becca was like, no. I'm like, get emus. It's like, owning it out. Fuck emus. Get cassowaries. Go for it. That's what I said. I'm like, I want a cassowary. She's like, we're not getting animals that will eviscerate you. (laughs) I'm like, well, now I feel like you're getting what you want, and I don't get what I want. And that's (laughs) That's when you should have said, She said, fine, I won't get a cassowary. We'll just get a Gila monster, right? Well, well, the negotiation is that, like, I'm like, oh, well, I'm getting my kangaroos. And she's like, well, you can have a wallaby. I'm like, nobody wants a wallaby. if i can't box tiny, it i don't want it damn it like i don't want a tiny ass rule i'm i'm getting a red kangaroo so we can train together mm-hmm. we're gonna do yeah. mma together in the backyard oh yeah start a youtube channel kangaroo fights <laughs> but uh no it was cool and then i got to hold his eastern indigo it's a baby nice. but it was still fucking amazing to hold that's yeah. a fabulous picture of you too because you are just like enamored by the snake <laughs> that you're holding it's adorable they're awesome snakes it's, it's it's weird when you get to like hold something that's like oh this is a really badass snake and then you kind of your brain goes like how can I get this like how can I put this here <laughs> like the reason I have Vietnamese blue beauties is we 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 got to play with a bunch of cave dwelling rat snakes I'm like these things are evil and they awesome evil. and I want them and then I couldn't find them I'm, I'm like close enough and I just grabbed the blue beauties and then I'm like they kind of act right? the same yeah but now, when so- they get when they get old enough they just they just stop being those like open mouth flaring hissing. Oh, I can fix that. Go ahead children. and get you a red tail green rat snake. It won't stop. I had it. They, they, I lost like I had those and they were fun. I, they didn't like me. They were not doing well with me. So I kind of moved on from them, but I had those for a while too. 
Yeah, I, I just can't do Kalubers. They they poop too much for me. Like I would love an mm. Eastern Indigo, but I mean, it sh- it shits a, big, a lot. It's a big snake too. That's like and eats a lot. It eats a lot. It shits a lot. It's it takes up a lot of space and gotta have a permit. It's expensive. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Although, if you get it within state, you got if you can find somebody within state. It's kind of like my uh, Louisiana pines. When I moved to mm-hmm. Texas, I was, we uh, we contacted uh, in Texas. Said, "Look, I've got these. They're not wild caught. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, what do I need to do?" Because, well, if you can get a piece of paper that says you know you got them from a breeder, that's fine. Bring them over here. Like, yeah. I right, good. I don't have to get a permit. But that's well, one of the species where I'm like, you can try and come take them, but I need you to go to the wild and tell me where I would have found them in the wild. They and then, can't and then yeah, I will return them if you can find them. Yeah, <laughs> it's I I I do my license for PA every uh, couple of years, and I have the list of the animals. And the one they flagged and actually called me back was I have black rat snakes, <laughs> and they're like out of out of all the other shit, they're like whoa now, and I'm like they're white sided head albinos they're like stamp okay <laughs> i'm like okay thank you like that's all i needed to tell you was that they were captive born and bred and you could have just told them anything you could have fucking just made it you could said they're nannies they're, yeah, they're, they're nannies, head nannies. And nanny morph yeah <laughs> okay stamped well that was yep. like uh when wildlife fisheries came to my house because uh, i sold a carpet python i wasn't apparently allowed to sell uh they came in i basically had to teach them all the snakes in my house Yep. And I got to like, I was like, these are Sambo's. And the guy goes, wait, 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 are those boa constrictors? No. But then I pointed, I was like, that's a boa constrictor. That's a boa constrictor. And, uh, <laughs> and illegally, yes and no. it's fine. And then I yep. opened the tub, like, this is a Louisiana pine snake. And they're like, oh, did you get it from so and so? I was like, yeah, never mind. I'm like, this is the one snake in here that in Louisiana, you should probably be worried about me having. But you're like, is the Sambo a boa constrictor? That was the one you were going for. Pennsylvania Fish and Wildlife has bigger fish to fry than me who's doing everything by the book and buying their licenses. Like every year they got to deal with how many people bought alligators in Hamburg and now we're turning them loose. God knows where. So that's fucking yeah. crazy to me. Like yeah. what, it just drives me nuts and I get it. But like we live in a place where I, I could literally own an alligator outside and it would be kept amazingly, but it's illegal. Mm-hmm. I can't do it, yes. but I can go own a Nile. Yep. Like, which is weird. That's horrible. Like mm-hmm. the alligator is such a better pet. And if it get, gets loose, what the fuck? You won't know. Yeah. It'll look like the rest of them. We're good. Yep. But if you go to Pennsylvania, you can find 70 basements where someone's got one inside of a little kiddie pool. That or um, my favorite was the row home in Philadelphia that jackhammered the foundation of their basement to make a gator pit. Nice. Don't get excited. That was the, fun. That was fun. I, I was hauling those alligators out of that basement. That was a fun time. So who's the one? Just, who's the, was it Bubba? Is it the one that came to NARBC <laughs> where the guy keeps it in the basement? That's the alligator like that was at NARBC that people could touch. Oh, yeah. Just yeah lay yeah. it out there. Yeah, that big alligator. But like, I think I want to say I watched the video forever ago, but like in his basement, it's like this like cinder blocked off like areas and pools and giant UV lights and it like walks up and down mm-hmm. the steps. And I'm like, Fuck yeah, that'd be awesome. No, what? You're not getting. I can't, I can't do aquatics. I draw the line at aquatic. He's not anything. getting an alligator. Anything that has a large water feature, I'm like, peace. Like now, turtles. <laughs> nope. That's not. I like. Cer- I like certain nope. turtles, but I don't want to deal with water. Now, exactly. I can't. I can't. If I get my swimming pool, alligator that is not used for an alligator, then we can renegotiate the possibility Weird. of you How getting did the an alligator. alligator. Go blind. It's almost like somebody poured a bunch of chlorine in its eye. <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> Look, you said I can get a Chinese alligator. I did. See? Good luck with those permits. I mean, good luck with that. That would. 
I mean, I know we're like seventy. So we know where we could. There's a chance. I know where there's like seventy of them within thirty minutes of my house. You just have to get the permit. I just gotta afford. There's bound to be some kind of a loophole because of what you do for a living as an educator. I need this alligator for my teaching. (laughs) I need for emotional support. I need to teach kids. Emotional support, Chinese alligator. Well, in Texas, you can get a a special permit where you get baby alligators in your classroom. But it's not such a permit. It's not. But it's not a special permit. It's the alligator still owned by whoever's loaning you the alligator. Yeah. So So why can't we figure out how to do that with the Chinese? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd have to. I don't know about. Maybe they're not from. Here? I'd, have to get, I'd have to get Chris Dieter to agree to let me do that first. Also, I'm not sure about their endangered species. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know where they are on that list. Oh, they're endangered. So, they're pretty endangered. Okay, then, yeah, no. <laughs> so, they're pretty endangered. You've got background like, you know experience what I need? I need for my classroom, I need a panda. Like, just panda. put a panda in the corner. <laughs> It'll sit there. There's It'll chew on its bamboo. I'm not hurting it. It's not hurting me. It's fine. It's falling over in the back of the room because it comes. Don't ever look at it. If I've ever seen an animal go extinct, I'm saying I've never seen an animal more that needs to go extinct than giant pandas. Oh, we had two babies. It threw one over there, and then it sat on the other one. (laughs) Great, thank you. And then it climbed this tree and fell out of it and broke its neck. Why, why, why panda keepers haven't shot themselves yet? I don't know. (laughs) When I uh, when I lived in San Diego, that was the big thing, and that would have been in 2000. Um, their panda had a baby and it was like a two or three hour wait in line. So it was in DC to yeah. get to look at this yep. baby little panda that you might probably can't even see. And I'm like, I could just pull up the live camera and uh-huh. see yeah. it from home. If well, I... And red pandas are so much cooler. Mm-hmm. Even right. not pandas, but they're so much cooler. Yeah. They like fight with rocks and they, they, they climb and don't fall out of fucking trees. <laughs> right. And if they do, it doesn't kill them. Like there's a, and I had a panda. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many, right. so many, you can go on YouTube and find so many videos of pandas just falling out of shit or just falling off the ground. Like they're on the ground, just falling over. I mean, I do I that did. sometimes. People still love Although it. you said you saw something the other day where uh, in China during the shutdown. I'm so glad you brought that up, James. Oh, was that that Let's book? talk about this book. My bad. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> just derailed this shit it's okay i'll wait go ahead no go go ahead so let her do it now Uh, (laughs) so i had a friend of mine i don't even know if megan's still on here or not but she posted this book in a reptile group that i'm a part of and it's called pests how humans create animal villains and i've only read the introduction and i already have like six quotes written down and all kinds of thoughts and opinions on this book and i'm not even into the book the first chapter is called um fear and loathing and it's about rats and snakes so okay i will i will come back next week and let you know what i think at that point all right uh but in the introduction it it basically talks about how humans are making a pest a pest like we decide what is truly a pest based on how much we like the species i think we can all agree cats suck though i i can and and i re- outdoor cats i'll say outdoor cats thank, just thank so- you okay yeah. really, i'm like i can't agree yet it really but- resonated with me because she talks about at the very beginning how cute squirrels are and how everybody loves squirrels and she's like and then there's me and fucking kevin which is the squirrel that she's named in her backyard and i personally do not like squirrels um i i have a squirrel I, like a pet yes it's like a regular it's squirrel. Pen, it's pennsylvania you can own anything well no i this animal or do you was have forced. a prevost squirrel no it's a regular no i have a florida squirrel a, that yeah. was forced on me by my wife it, so it, along with the tortoise came the squirrel it is traveled up north yep mm, that scares me a little bit no yeah well she i was 
I had we had this big long discussion about if we couldn't have the squirrel because it was illegal. She called Fish and Game and got a permit, and then now the squirrel is here. So good for I'm like, her. I'm like you told the ring wraiths where to find us is what you just did. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's yeah. a little scary. She's um, like they already knew. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so. Um, but it talks about how when COVID happened and everything mm-hmm. shut down, that there were pandas in Hong Kong that they had been trying like specific genetic lines that they've been trying to get to breed. The less stupid genetic they lines. wouldn't do it. They More hadn't been successful. They couldn't do it. Yeah. As soon as everything shut down, they had babies like just like that. Because they weren't like. It wasn't a team of people staring at them through a glass That's divide. Exactly like, right. Any minute now. They were yelling, like, yeah, put your penis like, there. Put your penis yeah. there. <laughs> they just they just let the pandas go in the yard and it happened. Weird. Yeah. Although that is hilarious when that one panda thing wanted to put all the babies they had that year on a tabletop. And they did, and hilarity ensued because babies just kept falling off and the tables. Yep. And I'm like, please, and like they're taking other babies with them. And I'm like, this is a stupid idea. I, like, I love the so. one of the uh, the baby that sneezes mm. and scares the shit out of the mom. She, she forgot. Mother. She yep. forgot she had a baby. She's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Dumbest animals. Yep. Uh, Jason yep. Miloradovich would like to know if the squirrel rides around on mort the tortoise um neither one of those animals is that skilled or trained to do any of that <laughs> the squirrel when you let it out tends to just i don't know be a squirrel and squirrel around Fuck the house that um, no but the cats will corral the squirrel oh, I where imagine. It needs to go yeah the dog is not allowed to be in the house when the squirrel is out because i cannot fault my dog for trying to kill a squirrel it's, especially if it's a husky Catahoula mix. So, Goodness. yep yep but no the uh that does not happen. No, I don't do I don't do rats. I don't do squirrels. Have those too. I have a zoo. We got so a whole freezer animals. full of rats. I'm fine. <laughs> I with do that. too. Yeah. <laughs> I have other rats that are not food, but they make food. Nice. So. Robert has those at his house. I don't mm-hmm. like going. But if they in quit making garage. food, they become food. Because yeah. I'm yeah, very, very afraid that I'm going to go in the garage one day and everything is going to have eaten its way so, out, and then it's going to attack me so, when I no, get the to the best door. trip. We took it's a trip. A genuine fear. We took a trip to Home Depot one night. And, <gasps> you uh, asshole! To, you are not going to bring this I up. I am. And we went to buy grass seed. And uh, my daughter and I look up, and there are like three rats running around. I was and, done. I and my left. wife, saw, Katie, saw them, and she freaked the I fuck out. Left. I have an irrational fear that they are going to eat my toes. Okay, like not. I think it's I mean, because. It I think. I it's mean, because when I was real shoes. when I was a junior, the 1400s, yeah. <laughs> when I was a junior in high school, my English teacher, our gifted English Got teacher, eaten by a rat. made yeah. us watch the end scene from the film 1984, mm-hmm. and they have the rat in the cage, Willard. and it like it, that's how they tortured this man was the rat in the cage slowly moved closer to his face when he wouldn't give up the information that they wanted, the government, and then it killed him and it on, ate him. On and Game I, of Thrones, just, they just, put it in a metal bucket. Oh, I didn't watch oh, it. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, put yeah. heat on the end yep. and it would eat through him. I couldn't do it. I, I Despite did all its rage, that. it was still so just a rat in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. so. Well, that was the yeah. other night we went to Home Depot and so it's right there by the door where you go out into I the garden center. I had real shoes on, so I was fine and, so, and I was prepared. So we're walking through the door to go into the garden center and I was like, oh shit! And she jumped. hit him so hard you're such a jerk <laughs> oh it's funny sometimes the hit is worth it so. it was yeah. it was worth it <laughs> oh our kid I'll thought t- it was it. the funniest thing ever thought uh, it was the funniest thing ever uh so there were a few things like i posted over on our facebook page that i want to talk about on our group one was wombat poop 
Square. Wombat totally, poop is square. Square. I missed mm-hmm. that. It is square. <laughs> it's like charcoal briquettes. And, and this video explains how their intestines work and why it comes out. The, the thicker muscles in the intestines squeeze yeah, it into a, that. a square shape. And it, and it comes. I mean, I, I was I was fine knowing that it was square. I didn't care about that. I didn't need to see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but it's it's not like uh, if you squint your eyes, it's square. It's like we could stack these up and build a house. It's square. Yeah. So wombat shit. It's Very considerate young. of them. It doesn't go anywhere. It just kind of clumps. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of cassowaries, there's also Ryan Goslow posted. Uh, they did a surgical procedure at St. Augustine Alligator Farm Farm mm-hmm. on their cassowary. So that's cool. That's still a scared. The most scared I've ever been walking into an animal enclosure. Like I've jumped on crocodiles. I was good. Cassowary scared uh, me the most. Our bobcat mm-hmm. climbed my leg. When I was doing pictures, that I was day. never afraid. Of, never a fan of going in with the bobcats in general. Yeah, just, Pudge yeah. like straight up climbed my leg, and yep. it scared me. Yeah, because they have claws. Yeah, and yeah, teeth. yeah. We had a serval. Oh, we had a serval. We had, a serval we had an education serval, but it was only good with one person, and it did not. It was not a very good education animal. Like will you couldn't be, get near yeah, it. No, no I will be had, honest. Had, the longer I did programs with him, like the more comfortable he was around me. Like he would come up to me every picture, and then he was fine. Every picture of him is him with his mouth open, hissing at you. Mm-hmm. That's every picture. Yep, we had a we had a serval and we had a caracal, and that was just basically mm. so they cool. could hit you from far away, yeah. <laughs> like you know. Everybody watch you with those long ass legs. Everybody sees the servo goes, look at the cheetah. I'm like, not even close. Stop it. Shut up. That was all the time. Fuck. Uh, That's normally where my education program started with the servo. Not a (laughs) cheetah. Not a cheetah. Uh, I did post uh, something I do want. It's only 400 bucks. There's a guy on Etsy that makes four foot solid rubber, like identical realistic alligators. Keith was showing that to us because he's like, uh, I think he wanted to have one made or put into a coffee table. And I'm like, okay, like, uh, like, sure. It looks awesome. They, they look real. Uh, you can get them in leucistic, but I want a normal looking one. Bryce Halford said he worked with, that would be fucking scary. He worked with the baboon for a bit. Scariest animal I've been face to face with. Fuck that. Nope. I ring, ring tail lemurs. They are spider they, monkeys. I don't even yeah, yeah. like going into the gorilla exhibit at the Houston zoo. Like because just it's being, all open because it's the big open glass. And I'm like, Nope, just wait for something's going to kill me. I need uh, to leave. Um, I can't do it. That ringtail lemur that he has out of crocodile encounter. He's like, yeah, don't get close. Yeah. <laughs> don't get close to this thing. Cause he's all cute and cuddly until he bites your face off. Kinky juice. Kinky juice. Yes. From oh my God. So many people want those yep. as pets. And I'm like, we no. had one in the education I, I department been, and she hated a, me. I have a scar or right here from a kinkachu that bit me. And then I had to hold her here cause she had broken out of her cage. So she's oh, ripping shit. chunks out of me as I'm getting her back to her enclosure. Um, so now they have that alarm call. Yeah. And I, I think I was walking through a Maryland show once and somebody had bought, brought their Kinkachu with them and it made that alarm call. You just run. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> nope. Vietnam flashbacks. I'm like, we need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> running away. Like it was, yeah. Not okay. Nope. So I interned nope. at a zoo and uh, they had all the spider monkeys on an island. And like, mm-hmm. they were, it was just, they, they're like, we do not go out there. We do not. <laughs> we throw, throw food at them. Yeah, like, okay. You, you do not get near them. Uh, if you go out there, you go out there with somebody and they watch them and you, you don't go near them. So then when I first interviewed at the zoo I worked at, <laughs> uh, I'm walking around. three babies. Well, I'm walking around with, with my well, my then uh, director who's since passed away. But he's showing me everything after hours. And one of the keepers is leaving for the day with an uh, animal carrier. And inside are three baby spider monkeys. Like little, so little baby spider monkeys. I'm standing there talking monkeys. to them and she opens it up and one jumps on me and I fucking freeze. 
<laughs> like, look, all I know is I don't go near these things. I was told not to touch them. I like, would go. And now it's touching me. Yeah. And she's like, it's fine. But then one day we had to go out and catch an adult. And I realized how fucking strong. Like, they look frail. Yeah. They're big, gangly arms. Yeah. Yep, but no. you throw a nope. net over them and they just take their tail and go, no, I don't want that net. Nope. No. Nope. Try again. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, something with an extra I would go limb. eat lunch with those babies <laughs> before before they were too big and were were put out. Well, that was, pivot, so but. my uh, my director when he was alive, they said uh, he would go out to the island with an animal carrier, and multiple people have told me this, so I know it's real. He would go there, he would open the carrier, look at the monkey, and tell it to get in. It would walk in and close the door behind it. No one else could fucking do that. <laughs> no, that man was magic. He, he was he was magic for several. It's other also like reasons one of the too. best pictures is of him with his pet leopard. Yeah, like there's a, not like in a cage. Like he's looking yeah. at it. Like it's next to him with his pet leopard, or like when he went swimming with the alligator because he promised the alligator whenever it finally had a deep enough pool to go swimming, he would. Right. And he waited until everybody left, and then he went swimming with a full grown ten plus foot alligator. I'm like, no thanks. I'm his like, wife is like, I just don't know that that's. Oh, I real. fucking totally. And I'm like, no, no. I totally believe. I talked to several keepers. They're like, no, he walked back by soaking and wet. He was wet, like, like head he to toe. Had he to had to jumped in. He was a cool guy. It's just some some people are fucking weird like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah monkeys no. monkeys are uh, are a big no. Bryce uh, Halford said capuchins are my favorite. Nope, fuck that. Nope, nip, nope. nope. I don't trust any kind of monkey. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't do monkeys. Nope. I don't trust birds. I don't trust Conyers. That's like I've talked about going out to like uh, Tyler Cleckley's place. But that's a lot of monkeys. A lot of monkeys. I can't. I have anxiety thinking about that. Like I, I some people can. More power to you. I am not one of those people. I know don't my tr- limits. Don't trust monkeys. That is no. a hard limit for me. Like I said, I, I've been in. I've been in with with several different types of animals, and it's funny. The reptiles are not the ones that scared me the most. No, well, I think about yeah. well, when the Nile crocodile tried to eat my face one time, that but, did get me. But you know how you know how a crocodile is going to act. It's going to be a crocodile. Yeah. Well, the problem was like, the fucking crocodile was laying there doing nothing while I cleaned the pool. Yeah, and we're great for like thirty minutes. I'm cleaning the pool. And I'm like four feet down this pool, just wiping everything. All of a sudden, it just launches itself off the side of the pool and slaps down four feet onto the concrete. And I ran straight up the waterfall, and I was yeah. gone. Yeah, I uh, I pepper sprayed myself in an alligator <laughs> enclosure. Um, we had a big bull alligator cage, and we used to go in there and clean it. And he would just kind of chill in his in his um, pond and do his thing. And uh, we used to have the emergency belt, which was like pepper spray. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he lunges and I grab the pepper spray. What the hell was I going to do to him? He's like, great. And now you're going to taste good for him. <laughs> right. And then he was just like, yeah, like that's all he was doing. And so then I'm like, all right, go back to work. It's hot. It's, you know, I sweaty. I do this. Mm-hmm. And then it just starts getting in my oh, eyes. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm blind. And now he's here. And he's oh my gosh. And so I had to have somebody come in and rescue me. Like it was. Yeah. Hey, Katie, so. they do a gorilla encounter thing at the Houston Zoo. Oh, I know. No, I'm good. No way. Yeah. Joe wants to do the elephant one. The problem is she's not old enough to do it by herself. So I'm going to have to pay for two people to do it. Mm. The bath or the regular encounter. They have an elephant bath. Well, Joe does bath. need a bath. So I'll we'll <laughs> go with that one. Our daughter. That's $225 Times per person. Two. I don't I, <laughs> I don't love either one of y'all that much. I know. <laughs> she may just have to wait till she's old. You can to do see the elephants. Herself. They're right there. I just, we, we don't well, have to get in there with them. And and that was the thing when we were in Australia. They're like, do you want to pay $100 to go in the crocodile cage? I'm like, yes, I do. And this man is coming with me. <laughs> That's right. Because you went to the glass tube, right? Yeah. And Eric's like, what are you? I'm like, follow the people. Like, yeah, we're <laughs> going. For so, go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the, the cage of death. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I probably would do that. Oh, of course. Like, when the hell am I gonna be back in Darwin? If like, my here eyes you go. are closed, Here's... I won't know what's coming at me. So I'll be. Oh fine. no, you're not closing your eyes. You're. I am. You go into but a giant hundred bucks. You need to close your that, freaking you, eyes. That's how I read. <laughs> you go pretty into much a giant, Everything at Universal. No, you go into a giant plexiglass tube. Acrylic tube, and they lowered you into this yeah. saltwater oh, crocodile no. cage. Now, yes. this they no. lowered us in this saltwater crocodile cage. He's missing a couple limbs because he's an older croc, and all he wanted to do was just lay on his ramp and go to sleep. And they kept like tempting him with chicken and all this other stuff. And he swam by us, but he didn't really care too much about what we were doing. But they had a nesting mother in like two cages over. I'm like, now lower me in that cage. I want to see what she does. Like now, what's funny though, if they were to lower you in without the cage, I guarantee he's a completely different crocodile. Exactly. Completely different animal. He's like, well, no, now there's not this. But even then he's swimming by and it's like his like the smallest scoot on his tail is the size of my hand. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Yep. That's not terrifying at all. I remember like, the first time I saw, I remember the first time I saw the salt water at St. Augustine. I was like, mm-hmm. they, oh, I'm yeah. like, they come that big. The oh, yeah. fuck that is, was, it's a bus with teeth. And they had these slits in the acrylic. So every once in a while it would line up that you would like eye to eye through this big slit. And you're like, I could stick my hand right in there and touch him. That's but a good then idea. Take it. <laughs> like, like, yeah, no. <laughs> So I'm going to keep it here. So it was, uh, but it was fun. It was, uh, it was again, it's like, when's next time you're going to be in Darwin, Australia? Fine. hundred bucks. There we go. I would totally so, do that. Yep. And I'm horrified of getting in the water, but I could do that. He I, is. Mm. He called me one time from his kayak that had gotten stuck on a Cypress knee and was like, I live here now. I wouldn't get in. <laughs> Please have all of my mail forwarded to me. My dad, I was texting, like, are you kidding me? I'm texting my dad. He's like, just get in and push it off. Nope. I was like, baby, just rock the kayak. You will be there fine. There could be manatees nope. in there. I'm not getting in there. <laughs> there yeah. were alligators for sure in there. And of course. I was not getting in there with them. Everybody's like, they won't mess with you until they do. Until tell they that, do. And then it's. Yeah. Tell that to that little kid that died in Disney World. He was in <laughs> Disney World and got eaten by an alligator. He wasn't six foot four those, either. Those were, those, were <laughs> Mickey Mouse, those were Mickey Mouse alligators and they ate a person. <laughs> Those are Disney property, and they ate a person. Yeah, imagine a wild one who's like not even been universal. waiting its whole life for this one dude to get in this one part of the river, like unsuspecting. That. Yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. Funny. Going through. Oh, also, I want to shout another reminder. I know we had him on last week, and I should have said at the beginning again. But uh, if anybody missed last week, uh, please go back and give a listen to the beginning when we had uh, Travis Wyman on. Um, we've also posted it on our Facebook pages and groups. But uh, his wife is is looking for a kidney. Like I know it sounds like a joke. Like there's a punchline there, but no, she is not to make haggis. Not, she's not looking for a meal. Uh, she needs she, it for herself. She honestly yep. needs a kidney. And uh, yep. if anybody out there uh, is willing to donate or know somebody or wants need, to get in touch, I need to hook her up with Matt, my friend that needs a kidney. Who, maybe, they kidney. Can, maybe they can maybe they can find somebody because you know if he has one that matches her and she has one that ma- they can swap. Yes, and I was yeah. actually just supposed to say, Travis mentioned that mm-hmm. that even if you are not a direct donor, yep. that it's possible that you will be yeah. a match for someone else on the list, and that their person will be a match for her. And at that point, the way that the system works is they would be able to swap. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. so anybody out there, please go go check that out and read that. Reach out to Travis if you want to help. Um, but that that's a serious thing. I know we talked about poop and everything else, but kidneys. She needs a kidney. Mm-hmm. Human kidney. Human not- kidney. Human <laughs> kidney. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is a messed up video, but I thought it was kind of funny. There's a person using a uh, power, a little remote control power boat and the crocodile's chasing it around. <laughs> I missed that. I've missed a bunch of stuff this week, apparently. Uh, Alligators play with toys. I got, when they started training the, the different crocs to do stations for feeding and stuff at zoos, it's like, that's not going to, holy shit, they lined up. Oh. I'm like, it's like, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> do, you, do you want to know the worst idea? It didn't seem like a worst idea at the time. It seemed like a great mm-hmm. enrichment idea. But giving live carp to a Nile crocodile is great yeah, until you realize yeah. that the carp doesn't stay in the enclosure. They're going to fling it everywhere. <laughs> and carp ended yeah. up everywhere. <laughs> Out of the enclosure, <laughs> on the walkway. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Mike Curtin gave me a bunch of trout for feeding my Kribo and a bunch of other stuff. And I had one that was rather large, too big for my guys. So I'm like, I'll see if a carpet python will take it. Problem is my carpets <laughs> hit so hard when they're hungry and they just <laughs> grip it. So my one female bit this thing, twisted it, oh. and it just exploded. And I mean, there was fish on the ground, on the ceiling, outside of the cage, inside the cage, and she still got it by the head and then whatever was left still attached. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let you finish and I'll come back later. And she <laughs> ate the fish, but then there was still fish. Remnants. It's so, like the, the oh, old yeah, uh, remnants, the uh, way too warmed up pinky. Oh, yeah. yeah. Imagine that, but fishy. But fishy. Uh, our buddy Nathan Holcomb posted uh, an awesome uh, thing of the world's largest hatchling, hatching of baby tur- sea turtles. It was beautiful. Mm. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I will cry. Yeah. I, I've never I seen would. you more emotional. <clears throat> uh, that I, caught me off guard. You were pretty drugged up when the when Joe was born, so probably what that wasn't it. No. You seeing the sea turtles You seeing the sea turtles in Corpus Christi up close. Uh, I, was I didn't realize it was going to affect you that much. I, I wish I would. That, that was when I had COVID, wasn't it? No, 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 we took because we took uh we took Logan, Logan with us. Yeah. I don't like know where or something. And you I, didn't feel good, I think. And I went back because we Logan, Logan went with us, and then I regretted it. But, but I, I, it caught me off guard how emotional I got. Yeah, which makes me fully believe that if I ever see them hatching on the beach and going to the ocean, I'm gonna lose. She's it. gonna be out there punching seagulls it's, in the face. That's okay, gonna motherfucker. Be, it's yeah. gonna be so ugly. James will be videoing that oh, South American God. beach. She'll be punching kawadis. Yeah. Elbow so drop bad. on a raccoon. Yep. Yeah. Like the guy that stopped the uh, mountain lion from killing the deer that you posted the other day. Oh yeah. And you're like, stupid. Just let it do what it's supposed to do. But listen, yeah. You know that. Yeah. The part of that I don't like you know, hawks and pumas, they gotta eat too. Yep. Like, you yeah. know, maybe every once in a while the it's gotta get eaten. That's right. That's mentioned. It's in mentioned pest, in, in the book. book. Uh, At what point do you draw the line? Like, is it a pest or is it a predator? Like Well, so this is a, this guy is there. Brian uh McDowell posted a uh, a thing of some pictures of a King Brown, uh Eastern Brown Eastern Brown snake in Australia eating a blue tongue. Mm. You know, and somebody would normally go, oh, because, you know, the poor blue tongue. But again, that's Aren't that's Australia. Aren't they everywhere there? I mean, not, yeah. They're not endangered, are they? No. Oh. When well, I saw no. somebody that lives in Australia that commented and they were like, we've always been told that if we have blue tongues in our yard, we won't have snakes. Well, apparently that's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's the reverse. If you have the if, if the prey is here, the predator yes. is not far behind. Yeah, like, be like I have frogs and toads in my yard, and I get black rat snakes, ring necks. Like I know snakes will. Appear. You would imagine as many toads as we have here that we would have more snakes. Oh, <gasps> when I walk to my truck in the summer oh. here, I always look. Yeah. Oh, I so there'd be a hog nose somewhere, motherfucker. So throw, down a, throw down a board. Who we're knows getting close to our two-hour mark. However, we did not mention that our my my wonderful loving husband wants to put our child up for sale. Okay. What before this time? For when he was taking a nap, and she decided oh. to. Oh, <laughs> I wake up and I find a picture of a snake on my phone. She texts me. I'm like, "You didn't fucking call me. 
She was across the street, like right there, across the street, found a snake outside. I'm like, what she was, was it? She was riding her it, scooter. I couldn't tell. It was a little, I mean, like a little brown snake or something. But I'm like, she said she didn't touch it. She, she mm. took a picture and then went back to riding I her was like, scooter. What the hell is wrong with you, kid? <laughs> I never she got it. She took the picture. She wasn't like, oh, I saw a snake. But I'm like, either. we literally go driving for hours down yeah. roads to find these things. It would have been like a hog nose or something that we'd look yeah. right across um, the street. Yeah, she did not a, send it to me because she knows one of us will be awake while she's outside. Um, no, I was pissed off. I had a flattened rough earth snake in my driveway the other day. Oh, that sucks. Aww. I was like, oh, poor little guy. Uh, oh, this was one I thought was funny. I stole it from, I think I stole it from a, a zookeeper Facebook group, but this is one that Owen can relate to. It's uh, any movie as soon as the jungle character enters, the, or as soon as the characters enter the jungle, and it's a picture of a kookaburra, a howler monkey, and a yep. peacock. Yep, yep, yep. As soon, no matter yep. what jungle they go into, those no are the three where it sounds. Is. We will, uh, my wife and I actually will call them out. Yeah. Like, if you hear it, like, up oh, there's the kookaburra. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's weird. I thought we were in, like, you know, South America. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's all. So, those South American kookaburras. That's. James will pause it and be like, that's this and that's this. I do that on uh, Naked my, and Afraid. I yeah. pause it all the time when they get afraid. I'm like, that snake doesn't belong there. Right. That's my other favorite Like when thing, they show the like, ball pythons in South American jungle? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or it's the pit of venomous snakes. I'm like, berm. Oh yeah. no! If you go back, <laughs> if you go back and watch Indiana Jones, it's legless lizards. It's giant legless European lizards. legless lizards. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I didn't realize I was a kid, but I was older. I watched like those aren't fucking snakes. <laughs> that's, that's stupid. Like yeah, those are all legless lizards in the what was it the second one when they cut open the snake? I'm like those are eels. eels. Like, Not even baby berms. I was like, like <laughs> I was like where they're at, they would have berms, and those would like eggs. That doesn't make any sense. There's nothing, nothing makes sense here. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, Bryson Halford. So he just moved it to his new place in Idaho, and he can't wait for warmer weather. Yeah, to find rubber boas. Shut up, Bryson. Yep. I, I want to find rubber boas in the wild. It'd be amazing. Uh, that sounds I'm, like a good trip. We're trying. I think we're taking Nipper out to go find timbers uh, this summer. Awesome. Because um, we got a couple good timber spots here. Um, That's y'all have cool. those good dark timbers up there too, don't you? We do. Uh, we have a we have a nice mix. Um, you got to go a little bit more west, and then you get kind of those really nice light timbers. I get the. Um, the ones I keep finding are the really, really dark ones. Ours here have the really gold chevrons. Mm-hmm. And they're gorgeous, but I'd love to find some of those dark ones. Yeah. We did that, and we did uh, copperheads last June. So, Dude, my friend Reese has been finding copperheads like crazy. Everything he flips has got two or three copperheads under it. I, I never weeks. found a copperhead, and then I just got to the right place, and I found like four in like Shit. two minutes. I'm like, well, that was fun. I, I removed <laughs> five from one house <laughs> once. Yep. We've heard that story a few times. Yeah. Because it was amazing. All right. Bye. Uh, it is coming up on two hours. And so. Your co-hosts are tired. My co-hosts are yelling. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't both been on the podcast together in like a mm. year, apparently. We're so. tired. It's just nice to have y'all back. I haven't took a nap and I'm still ready to go back to bed. So. <laughs> Wake up. Not everybody stays up till 2 a.m. and can still function, James. Okay. But why? I, because you're a freak of nature. I don't know what to tell you. Mm. Uh, so, oh, and if you want to reach out to you, or if you don't want to reach out to you, uh, don't can... find me. I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> no, um, it's um, rogue-reptiles.com, uh, rogue underscore reptiles on Instagram. Uh, and Facebook, it's just, I think, rogue reptiles at this point. But uh, if you see that black flag with the white snake on it, you're in the right place. So that, or you can go and just look it up on uh, rallypythonradio.com and uh, all the different things for NPR. Morelia Python Network. So now it's a network. The last time I talked yeah, to we you, even net- 100 and we something were- episodes ago, there wasn't even a network. It was just yeah, now we, now we got tons of freaking shows. We have a, 
I want to say it's like 10 or 12. I don't remember how many shows there are. Eric does all the editing. I'm just the plucky comic relief. So well, it's yeah. like you and I were talking earlier. Now that we do podcasts, I do so many. I, I don't listen to podcasts anymore. No, I, I, I do listen to books. reptile ones. Yeah. Yep. Every once in a while, I like binge Chris's. I listen, I listen to, to three books or four. on tape. I listen to a lot of true crime. <laughs> I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know why I've gotten into that, but I have because I used to actually investigate. Hey, if you listen to the right reptile stuff, true crime and reptile, it's the same can, thing. We can bleed in. Yeah, yeah, did you see that that hockey player is now filed for bankruptcy that was buying yes. Ben Rennix? Oh, no. Um, and only ever, yep. I guess, made one payment on it. Oh, shit. And he's got $50 million in liabilities, but he makes $13 million contract, but he's broke. Oh, my God. Huh. That's because you uh, he. It, it just shows that even an NHL hockey player can – totally torpedo a reptile business yep. when you spend more than you make that's right. so yeah because yep. i think he paid 1.3 is what they said for ben's collection yep but so did he physically made... get it or did uh, somebody got it yeah oh but then yeah, he got everything but he only made one payment well he got, and... we got almost everything i know the anacondas ended up in megan's yeah yeah so all right but anyway uh if you want to reach out to Robert, if anybody needs a rack or a cage, reach out to lsreptileracks.com. See? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> nice. fun. Oh, my gosh. Um, come see us. Well, come see Robert any of the Herb shows. Come see us. We will be recording shows live at Conroe. Come say hi to us. Uh, we got to record a bunch of shows so we can take some weeks Nobody off. Nobody record you if you're interesting. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So come check us out. If you want to reach out to us, it is the Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and at gmail.com. Don't forget our giveaway. Go over, check out our Facebook pages. You can win a blood python calendar from Brittany Gobble. All you got to do is just tell us what two pythons you'd want to mix together and why. Um, and no, no, no. I thought it was what two reptiles. Did I say pythons? Reptiles. It's, yeah. We talked about pythons. What two, right. what two reptiles you'd want to mix together and why uh owen doesn't want any of his pythons to mix together because that means one probably ate one so that'd probably be a bad thing yeah no and we don't we don't you never cross the streams okay <laughs> like you know just stick in there you, you can do a bunch of stuff but never cross the streams never cross streams <laughs> yep all right uh thanks everybody for watching listening Owen, oh, stick around for a minute uh we sure. will be back next week with someone i'll figure it out within the next week <laughs> goodbye